welcome to a very special episode of Pivot's Podcast. This is episode number 13. I am the host, Angelo, and I am back this week with Mike. Hi. Hey, he talked more. Yay. <laughs> Stop sending me letters. <laughs> <laughs> Send them to me, not him. Um, and then we also have Will. I am still Will. He is still Will. And, okay, strange thing happened. We got a new host. Free um, agency. Our GM is the man. We, we locked down somebody who, you know, just very recently uh, kind of got booted from his show. So I know who you think you think it is, oh, but it's not. We couldn't get him salary cap issues. Yeah, very big yeah. salary cap issues. Can't fight the fireball, right? Anyway, it's this guy. Hey, guys. What's up? Hey, Celso. How you been, buddy? Well, I'm just going melancholy, you know? Like, I'm really sad about the events that, that kind of happened. But, you know, I'm, I'm really excited that, that you guys were showing me the love, you know, even in, in a dark time like that. So, you know, I'm, I'm excited to get back on the mic again, even though it hurts inside. You know what I mean? No, I get you. put in a lot of time that show. Wow. Yeah. I just, I'm shocked, man. Yeah. yeah, I kind of was, too. Comfort Hug Will's sack. <laughs> it's true. It, it's a wonderful scratching post slash hugging platform. Uh, yes. I want to just like wrap it like a blanket, just kind of like snuggle underneath. That works Snuggy. Oh, uh, so we got a bear with wings. <laughs> awesome. Flying <laughs> bears. Fuck yeah. I think you, I think your toughness just went up by one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, it's good to have Celso here. He's a wealth of knowledge for any of you guys who don't know who he is. Uh, wealth of knowledge about the game, and he's going to be a great fit for the show. Welcome, sir. Thank you. Yeah, I, I'm excited. I just, I'm like that guy just, like, pulls in random tidbits of information and just kind of stores it in this memory bank for God knows why, but yeah. I love talking about it. One thing you can't expect is a lot more bacon conversations. Oh, I like bacon. <laughs> oh man. Uh, we got a new segment, guys. Oh, me and, me and Celso know about bacon. Do you know oh, how hard it was this Lenten? season, like, I get it, one day out of seven you can't have bacon, but you know, that day hurts because it's usually the day you want to eat some bacon. I eat bacon every day. I get zero you fucks about that. I saw a picture of a hot dog with bacon on it, but the bun was a Krispy Kreme donut. Oh. Sounds very tasty. Mm-hmm. Alright guys, awesome. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> I got some business to take care of. go to Krispy Kreme. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, man, we lost them that fast. <laughs> My Damn bad. it, these, these new player acquisitions are always tough. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, I only traded a bag of balls for him, so what do you expect? <laughs> sure. All right. It's like, it's like Doomerville in the backseat or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So, uh, no GPs this week, but we did have a huge SCG event. Uh, the Invitational in Richmond. Oh, fuck. What was that? That was Will's mic. Damn it, Will. So, we had the Invitational in Richmond, which is, you know, interesting enough. Saw a lot of neat decks pop up. Mm-hmm. Uh, standard. Shaheen Sarani had a deck in, in particular that, like, shocked the hell out of me. Why is this like Howard Balls? No, he was so close to, to top eighting. I was so upset. So upset. The deck looks super fun. Oh, yeah. And if, if you want to hear more about it, I know um, A-Team had him on not too long ago talking about the deck. It was, it was sick. Absolutely sick. Right, Absolutely doing sick. Okay, but our, and we will go over it uh, because it's cool. Will, are you still here? Okay. I heard the cookies. <laughs> And I haven't heard you say that. I don't um but our top eight broke down as such. Jacob Wilson winning the damn thing. He's good at magic. Reduke coming in second. He's also really good at magic. Yeah, he is. Jason Coleman in third, Chris Anderson in fourth, Michael Braverman in fifth, Todd Anderson in sixth, Joe Bass in seventh, and Ross Miriam in eighth. Uh yeah, with uh Abzan and Abzan and Abzan and Mono Red. And, and Abzan and Abzan and Fuck there's a lot of Abzan. Uh, hey Will, they got some green white devotion there, your favorite. I mean I don't I actually really like my 
I'd rather see shit happen. Yes. Yeah. Do you know anybody? I fucking hate Green White Fish. Here's the plan, guys. Just cast this thing, right? That's, you don't even need a plan. Just, just cast four of these again. Just jam. Jam it, dude. It's good. Your opponent will get real salty if you see all four in a game. Also, if you end up buying one back somehow and playing the fifth, I would know it's painful. Okay, so the first deck was Jake Wilson's Abzan Control deck, which he won with, you know, so I guess we have to talk about it because he won with it, and it's this deck. Okay, uh, but I don't know. Reduke can win with Reduke, so he had to, the true. deck had to work a little bit. Um, <clears throat> we had Seder Wayfinder of four of Siege Rhino, of Siege Rhino of four of Corsair Cruffix of four of two Sadisi Undead Visor. That's a yeah. new one, right? Anybody yeah. want some Demonic Tutors in here? Up in yeah, here? you want more Rhinos? Get them. <laughs> <laughs> Go get the Rhino. Uh, Tassiger, the Golvang, two Elspeth, a Garrick, Apex Predator. Sweet. It just nice it spice. definitely is really, really good. Oh, it's just so good against you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Does someone live near an airport? <laughs> no. Yeah, the background did kick in quite a bit there. Well, uh, four Abzan Charm, two Bob Light, four Heroes Downfall, Murderous Cut, Ultimate Price, Utter End, four Thought Seas. Sideboard consisted of two Fleece Main Mine, a Virulent Plague. Jeez. Yes, new cards, great. One Back to Nature, one Bob Light, one Ultimate Price, one Nisa World Waker, one Ugin the Spirit Dragon, two Drownasaur, two Duress, an End Hostilities, and two Redem Bones. Wow. Just side start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like all the real spices hidden. Yeah. Answers and threats for days. Yep. Uh, Sheesh. Oh, Pretty good with the black, white, and green cards, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. <it's>, <laughs> <laughs> black, white, and green cards. Those guys. It's like, all. if I can't play a pod, then I'll just play a bunch of dudes. If I can't play a bunch of dudes, I'll play some dudes and some spells. Like, he just, he just, he's, he's the Abzan master or something. I actually just believe he's a very good uh, magic player, right? He was like one of the innovators looking fresh as well, so he's just... I'm gonna guess he was oh, a guitar yeah. in his life. That's why he's so good at these colors. You know, you know, know. his sack is a headlighter. <laughs> I believe his sack has eaten many a Tarmogoyf. Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, wow. That's so good. Fucking <laughs> 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 Uh Does anybody have Reduke's list up and want to go over it? He has oh, Saltai Reanimator. I'll go over that one for you guys. Sure, Mike, do it. Yay, I can talk more. <laughs> <laughs> so Reduke was on Saltai Reanimator. Uh, his features were one Hornet Queen, one Reclamation Sage, four Seder Wayfinder, one Soul of Innistrad, four Sylvan Carotid, a Torn Elemental, yeah. Yeah. Four Corsair Crufix, one Dragon Lord Salamgar, yeah. four Siren, two CDC Undead Vizier, one Salamgar Drifting Death, two Tasker the Golden Fang. Wow. Spells, two Downfall, four Murderous Cut, two Whip, and three Thought Seas, 23 lands. 23. His sideboard was two Doomwake Giant, two Bioblight, a Disdainful Stroke, two Heroes Downfall, one Negate, two Sultai Charm, one Farika God of Affliction, one Drown in Sorrow, one Duress, one Thought Seas, and one Treasure Dues. So how's this thing work? You, you use Seder Wayfinder and Sidisi to throw stuff in your grave, and you use Soul of Innistrad and Whip of Erebos to get value. But it. Need something? Go get Demonic Tutor Sidisi again. Go get something. <laughs> And then sweet, sweet one of pop off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is like the standard version of fucking pod now that they have CDC and advisor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plus. You don't see splashing white for Rhino. Yeah. Oh, just you wait. It'll be like four color CDC soul with like, like it used to be. With the Rhinos. Yeah. And then Fate Forge came out and people were like, oh, Whisperwood Elemental. This is better than four color. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. It is, in fact, good. Uh, so we had Obzon Aggro. Well, I guess you can take this one. I would love to take this one. Obzon Aggro as piloted by Jason Coleman. <laughs> <laughs> 
four <laughs> fleet main lions, followed by four rock shasa death dealers, four motherfuck sea drinos, one of them whisperwood elementals, two wingmate rocks, three anafenza the three drop, two tasker the golden fang, two sore and solemn visitors, two abzan charms, two bio blights, two dromoka's command, which I mean I really like. That's a really good command. Three downfalls, four thought seas, twenty-five lands, uh, and a sideboard full of one of. We have one whisperwood elemental, one mastery of unseen, one back nature, one bio blight, a third dromoka's command in the sideboard, one murderous cut, two Valora stance, one Elspeth sun's champion, three drowning sorrows, one duress, two layer of heresy. Yeah, yeah. value creatures, remove threats underneath. Just get in there. Get get em. get um. I'm sideways all the time. Bigger than mono red, quicker than the rest of. Mm-hmm. Really fits into that. Dromoka's command though is like serious, serious value. Yeah, between both the invitational and the IQ, and the third most copies of a card in the top eight of both I events. Totally believe that entirely. Like wow. green and white are, are are very very good colors right now, and like all four of these things are extremely good. Yep. Yeah. So all right, preface. Like, uh, oh my bad. It's the third most of the dragons and darkier cards. My bad. Oh, mm-hmm. I see. My bad. We, we were <laughs> taking a look at hype. <laughs> yeah, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> right now, the target player sacrifices a chance. It's just so super probably, good. Super like, good. It, it's a diabolical. Like, I mean, I also yep. really like counter targets, no flames. I also really like plus one, plus one fight. Like, both of those things are good, even mm-hmm. though, like, at different times. It's also an instant, and it's two fucking mana. Like, man. Yeah. Right. Two of two mana. It like, could be three some... mana and still be just as good. Yeah, well, green and white, you know, like, blue. Yeah. yeah, two mana's fine. <laughs> Two mana is fine. Look, I mean, the more mana you put on it, the worse the card is. There's just no way around it. Yeah, no shit. So why is the black, blue, black one five mana and it does worse things than this? Because it's not as good. Because it's just not a good because card. Exactly. There you go. That's now you've seen the difference between a oh, two drop and a five I got, drop. I gotcha. Got <laughs> One's a good card. One is not. Uh, so we had a uh, green, white devotion, which, uh, uh, bear boy. Yes, sir. You, you can handle this. Sure. I don't want to talk about it that, that much. Just for certain. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, uh, it's not too far off your typical stock list before we got the new set. Well, the first card is one of the new ones. It's uh, one of the few new ones in this list. Deafness Raptor. Four of those. Yeah, we got some... There you go, Will. Yep. Yeah, and, and we got some four Elvish Mystics to curve that out on turn two. Um, three Genesis Hydras, four Sylvan Carriages, the Bullet Senior Tabor- Sabertooth, uh, three Voyaging Seder, four Whisperwood Elementals, four Corsair Crucifixes, three Pelucronoses. And then for the few non-creatures that we have in the deck, we got four Mastery of the Unseen and two of that Jamoka's Command card we've been talking about. 24 lands, <laughs> 24 yeah. lands with, of course, four Nikos trying to nick because it's devotion. And out of the board, we got the plan B of three Fleece Man Lions, two Hornet Nests because, goddammit, Red, stop attacking me, one Reclamation Stage, the third Dromoko's Command, three Surge of Righteousness, another card from the new set to uh, fight off that model Red Menace that gives it a pain in its ass. <clears throat> I'm going to skip this one come right back. Two Nists of Well That's not real. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Oh, dude, I picked out his worst card in the set. It can't possibly show up. Come on. Well, it's just top eight. Oh, no. The two glare heresies, and if, if you, if you folks out there want a mirror breaker, we got the Dragon Throne of Tarkir. Wait, wait, let's, let's read it for the folks that might not have had one from the release party or whatever that gave out that promo. Four mana legendary artifact equipment, because you need equipment in a green white devotion deck. Equip creature as defender and quote two and tap. Other creatures you control get trample and get plus X plus X till end of turn, where X is this creature's power with an equip of three, which is really irrelevant because it's fucking devotion. <laughs> 
I have Slide this on your Master Genesis Hydra that you did for like 16 and then go to town. <laughs> so sad. I will Genesis Hydra for all but three, hit my dragon throne at here, and go ahead and equip it. <laughs> uh, it, it it's just... It's so wrong, but it's, <laughs> for this mirror match, it works. Like, you can understand it. We're playing anti-magic, I can throw our gear very good. Yeah, when you're not Other playing magic. Nylea here. What? Yeah, and to think, people were trying to play things like, um, Nylea before to try to, to, this to go over the so top. so much quicker. It's yeah. so much harder. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's nothing like having a coat of arms for six. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> and trample. <laughs> you know, and trample. Just, like, overrun every turn. Uh, yep, that's... Bowser's. That, that'll whittle down that 417 life in three turns. Yeah, actually, that's true. <laughs> I don't care how tall, how tall your life gets, I will trample through it eventually. Oh, mono red aggro for Michael Braverman. <clears throat> okay. Are there any dragon thrones in the mono red deck? I, I bet there are not. See dragon I'm pretty sure there aren't. <laughs> I do see four bell strikers. Ooh, sweet. I, I called that card. I do see, oh, yeah, I'm on it. I do see four in one of the great rebel. I, four, I see four lightning berserk. That card's sweet. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like a quick one, one for one. Okay. I'll take it's it. also, I mean, it's, it's just also a fireball in game. Right. Like, oh, fireball. Gotcha. <laughs> a goblin rabble master. Just one of those. I think that's right. I think that's really good. Uh, three heel cutters and four denizen. We got some spells. We got 19 of them. It's just 20, 20, 20. Yep. Minus one. <laughs> Minus one. He has 21 lands. So four lightning strike, four stoke, four wild slash, three dragon fodder, four hoarding outburst. A sideboard that is just saucy. Four out of siege. It's pretty sweet. Two hall of triumph. Really yeah. good if it calls goblins. Like, oh man. Or right. Red, 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 red. There you go, Will. Yeah. I haven't seen cool. this since the mono deck was running for a while. So there was, a, there, there were other decks running it for a while as well. Sure, besides mono blue, like mono red, definitely had in a lot of iterations. See, it's like Dragon Throne for for one and not, not trample. No, yeah, but I mean, you're also, you're also <laughs> just playing like tokens, which is sweet. Like yeah. anthems and tokens is a strategy. Yeah, as is owning a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Three arc lightning, four roast. So we got something out of the new set. Oh wow, that's awesome. I mean, I think that card's that is a good card. It is. Ding ding ding. That is the most played with sixteen copies of over both top eights. Yeah. Oh, makes surprising. It says kill target rhino slash pelucanos. Yeah, any, any pretty much anything red and does not like. Right, a scouring sands and a mount. Yep. Yeah. Because he just needed to round out the sides like mount. Well, I feel like he boards in the sieges and the halls. I'm he might sure. want that twenty second land, but yeah, I'm pretty sure might be unnecessary. He will board twenty. 20 plans in some matches. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Michael, Jeskai Tokens for Todd Anderson. By Mr. Todd Anderson? Sweet. Yes. All right. We're going to start things off with four Goblin Rabble Masters, followed by three Seeker of the Way. That is his creatures. Uh, so, we have four Jeskai Ascendancy, three of that Anticipate card Angelo likes so much. Love it. One Lightning Strike for Sauce, three Raise the Alarm, four Stoke the Flames, one Valorous Stance, four Wild Slash, four Hortling Outburst, one Roast, <laughs> and four Treasure Grooves. Side Board, three Disdainful Stroke, two Negate, two Valorous Stance, three Dragonlord Ojutai, one Elspeth Sun's Champion, two Anger of the Gods, and two Glare of Heresy. <clears throat> I saw some lists this weekend were uh, trying out Dragon Fodder and Myth Realized in this deck, so... I, mm, I mean, mm. Dragon Fodder is not as good as Raise the Alarm. No, but it does help you convoke Stoke better than Raise the Alarm does. That's actually about what I mean, for colored mana, it's back. Yeah. Goddamn. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for anybody who doesn't know how this deck's played, you fart out a bunch of shit in an attack using your ascendancy to make it really big. Got it? Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Simple. And it's like a transformational sideboard into, like, this pure control deck with the counterfiles mm-hmm. and the Ojitais, which you cannot roast. Yeah. From what I heard, Oji- Dragonlord Ojitai was real good because, like, you attack with it and they go to kill it. You're like, okay, ascendancy trigger, untap it. It's now hexproof. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the healthy. reason why I was in the sideboard. 
for like the Obzon matches. Ugh. 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 Counter target spell. Mm-hmm. And so- loot. Your cards turn into loots, counter target spell, and it's just all value. All the values. Uh, oh, and, and, and did you get hit for six? Okay, I'll basically slide a hand for three. Mm-hmm. So Joey Bags here. Joey Bags. Right, Joey Bags. <laughs> hey, hey, oh. <laughs> Joey Bags. <laughs> Joey Bass O'Donuts? Okay, sure, let's do it. Uh, he's got an absent control list. It's very much like first absent control list. Talk about it. So they got a Nugent in the main board and a little bit less creatures, a little bit more spells. I don't feel we need to go over this any than that. And more mm-hmm. motherfucking siege rhinos. More motherfucking siege rhinos. Uh, but I know Will loves him some red green. I do. So I do love me some red green. Yeah, good old smash your fucking face in red green aggro. 23 lands and uh, a bunch of beef. Yeah, all the new cards too. Four Elvish <laughs> Mystics, four Rattle Masters, three Air of the Wilds, four Ra- Rattleclaw Mystics, four Stormbreath Dragon, four Thunderbreak Regent, four Boom Seder, three Sorok the Hunt Caller. That's the new one. So you can go turn four dragon, turn five dragon, or turn three dragon, turn four dragon. Seems pretty reasonable. Yeah, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I also have two Draconic Roars because it gets dragons. Just dragons. Yep. Uh, four Crater's Claws because probably that's what dragons have. And uh, one Roast because that's what dragons does. Dragons. Dragons. Wow. <laughs> What's in that side? Uh, we got, uh, three of them nests full of hornets, four, or three destructive revelries, three wild slashes, one Nissa the world waker, uh, minus the the. We got three Xenagos the reveler, and two roasts. Because dragons. Because dragons. Yeah, that's a dragon. We got a rugged highlands too, because that's where dragons. Yep. It's <laughs> dragons. Yeah. So. <laughs> and the regent was second most laid, and Shirok was tied for three with, uh, what was the other card? Oh, uh, drove Oka's command. Yep. Now do you understand, folks, why I took him up so quick? <laughs> <laughs> All the shit. Bam, data. Data, just right there. I love it. Plus um, tracks, dragon data. We would have went over. Insert dragon meme here. All those motherfucking dragons on this motherfucking plane. <laughs> oh shit, they're on a plane? <laughs> Not airplane, no. Wait, wait a minute. Wait, what oh, happens yeah. if they try and fly on the plane? Wrong, wrong plane, Will. Oh, like, uh, you mean like a, like a flat level surface? No, yeah. like, like Tarkir. Like, like Tarkir. Oh, plane. like of existence. Yeah, yeah, there you go. And confirm Samuel Jackson for Sarkon in the movie. So, uh. I always thought he'd make a great head ride. <laughs> I totally agree with that. That's a good statement. <laughs> Just saying, Jake Wilson played uh, Nadine Rushwise. Okay. Um, I do want to touch on Shaheen Sarani's S-Patrol list. Uh, you got it. Prepare to have your mouth water because this thing is fucking wonderful. <laughs> okay. I want to play with Two Dragon Lord Ojatai. Two Solemgar the Drifting Death. That's really all you need as far as creatures go. Yeah. We have three Narset Transcendent. We have 26 lands, uh, various colors, and tabular things. Uh, we had three Anticipate, four Dig Through Time, four Dissolve, Four heroes downfall. Four Silumgar score. That card is good. Yeah, which turns out that you know nobody plays around fucking four spike. Anymore. Four spike. Uh, four nope. spike's real hard. Nobody just got mid range deck can't even afford to because they have to play something on two and three. Right. And I used to play four spike when I played around Silumgar. Right. And the fact that this becomes a hard counter, you know, some of the time because of the fact that he does have dragons. It like late game, once you have Dragon Lord Oja tied down, it's just a hard counter. Forever. It's yeah, pretty it's, sick. Yeah. It says counter spell once you have Dragon Lord. It's good. Uh, three ultimate price, two other end and three crux of fate. Because it does not kill your fucking dragons. But it kills everything else. <laughs> dragons. So, I mean, this is like your classic old control scene. Like, yeah, yeah, except they're just... Big and, like, counter and kill. So much better than Sarah's Angel and your Wrath of God doesn't kill it. So, like, right. mm-hmm. it's like old school keeper control for dummies. <laughs> well, so well, I guess. 
Like, did we find a new standard deck for you? Um, we might have. I mean, this is right down the road that I was already headed, and like now this is put up numbers, so I know that it's real. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's gonna be hard for me not to play it. At least online. I doubt I'll play it in paper. Yeah. There's just a lot of clubs that, you know, like, I'm not going to buy in on Heroes Downfall now. No. You know, so like. Well, don't you already have this from, Mar- from Mardu? Nope. I don't run it. Oh, uh, I run a full package of Otter and Crackling Dooms. Okay. And Crackling Dooms. Well, yeah, but. My three I, knew, I knew the Dooms. I didn't know if you also ran Downfalls. No, okay then. Yep. I, I just run Otter and because it does almost the same thing. Yep. Okay, sideboard. Check this shit out. We have a Pearl Lake agent because, well, it's just insane. Uh, we have a Stratus Dancer. That is the uh, Megamorph card for two, a blue and a colorless, flying 2-1. When he's turned face up, counter target instant or sorcery spell. And get a counter. And get a counter. Yeah. Just Three, two, fly. so stupid. Uh, four in case and ice because, like, green red decks are real. I mean, Siege Rhino. It, it, yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, dragons. Rhino. <laughs> dragons. Answer to Storm Breath. It's not white. You're not white. Wait a minute. Wait. Will, is my life in a lie? I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> we have a virulent plague because token decks die. Uh, we have two negate with the awesome guard. We have uh, set one selfie stick. We have one dragon lord solo guard because who doesn't like control magic? <laughs> he loves control magic. Oh. That's a pretty Ugin you got over there. <laughs> yeah, let me take that. <laughs> I could use that. Oh, is that, that Elspeth Hoth Ultimate? Good thing I've been holding this for a little while. Oh, it's just so sick. Yeah, I, give me that. <laughs> <laughs> Four Drown and Sorrow to finish it out. I mean, this deck is just beautiful. There's a couple changes that, you know, over time definitely need to be made. You know, correction to the metagame as any control deck needs, but man, this is a good place to start. Yeah. Yeah, it's got, it's got a few too many creatures for starters. I mean, real Drago control deck, four dudes. Oh, four dudes. dudes. Four dudes is a lot. I mean, I would love to see three, but, uh, um, I like, yes. I like the, I like the fourth Silumgar mm-hmm. over, uh, or the second Silumgar over anything else, really. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you really wanted to, you could probably cut one Silumgar, cause when is that thing dying? That's never. Actually that's, that's yeah. actually the answer, is never. I mean, it'll get thoughts when you don't draw it. it. Yeah, and, you know, this deck does allow you to, you know, fucking rebound it. Draw a lot. Well, yeah, you but you, a lot. Still, you still do need to have X number of creatures to finish the game because your Planeswalker mm-hmm. doesn't end the game for you, and uh, you only have... Well, her ultimate might just end the game for your opponent. You if know, it's Control Mirror, oh, yeah. you, you can only cast creatures. Okay, I'll, you, you want to sign this slip now? Yeah, the ultimate is the... Uh, yeah, but then it just becomes a game of decking, and that's actually a real thing. In this deck, it is. Like, it, it might be the Incono in the... Uh, mirror match. Mm-hmm. But then again, you can't use your dig three times because you end up decking yourself. So if you play the mirror match and they get that locked up, uh, don't quit playing. <laughs> Finish the fucking game off because reasons. Just wait till they hit a dragon, then you can scoop. Fuck that. Wait till there's Liesl clearly on the board. If it's an Ojutai and you can't kill it, hey, yeah, you can still, you can definitely death. choose to destroy all dragons mode. Right. Well, if, <laughs> well you can't cast Cross the Day of the Old. They could. Uh, the emblem. They Think could. About it. Yeah. They, could. <laughs> they can forget to attack because, you know, troll deck. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Another oh, good reason to have uh, Mr. Celso here is our top eight legacy decks. Teamer Delver, also known as what, Will? Canadian Threshold. Okay. <laughs> How? You did it. Yes, Canadian Thresh was Jake Wilson's deck, as we said No way. And, yeah, right? Um, and this is your Nimble Mongoose, Tarmogoyf, Delver of Secrets. You know, plenty of spells. I'll just kill you with these things. Notably, it's like the Stifle deck. It is the Man of Denial deck, Stifle Days. That's what you want. That's what's associated. Yep, Stifle Days, Force of Will. Yep, fuck you. Yep, Brainstorm. Mm-hmm. And ponder because I will always have them. You are not doing anything, and I'm going to kill you with one and two drops. And oh, you, you need dual lands, wasteland. You don't have mana. 
That's the plan. Um, we, in second place, Reduke was running Miracles, also known as Countertop. Yep, Countertop's really good. Um, yeah. His win comes... correctly known as Countertop, right? <laughs> yeah, that's the way I feel. I've had enough people argue the other way that I've just given up on it, short of not giving up on it. <laughs> his win, this win con is uh, Jace. There's other things in there, but... Intrigue, Intrigue the Angels. angels. <laughs> yeah, yep. it's Intrigue. Uh, but realistically, it's real win con is I have a counterbalance and a pop. You can't play it ever. Yeah, and, and I'm also doing Jace things. Yeah, you yeah. can't play anything ever. Um, yeah, why attack with four fours when you could just chase them out of the game? It's like more fun. So much more fun. <laughs> uh, Celso, I want to listen to you talk about this. Oh, God. Oh, nice. So, if you want a deck to commit suicide with <laughs> Lance. No, Lance is crazy. awesome. Lance is such a great deck. New Lance is so much better than old Lance. It's true. This is true. This is true. <laughs> Old Lands are still super, super sweet. I love Old Lands. <laughs> there are not 43 of them in this 43, <laughs> motherfucker. No, it's backwards. 34. I mean, yeah. you know why they chose 43, right? Because we're dyslexic now and it's 34? I mean, yeah, but the original is the answer. Oh, it's true. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so I'll, I'll, I'll talk about the non-land spells first and then get into the, what we actually are working with. Because pretty much we're operating with our mana base. So we got our, uh, Mox Diamonds so that we could pitch a lantern one and cast a spell like, uh, I don't know, Four Life in the Loam is a nice two mana spell to start the game with. Yeah, crop rotation. Too. I yep. want to go get a crop rotation. Exploration <laughs> and mana bond. Yep, exploration uh, to accelerate your man- your land drop, same with mana bond. And, and, and for people who have never seen mana bond, it just says, uh, basically, you can dump all your lands from your hand to play. And if you do, you got to discard the rest of your hand. Well, guess what? You're pretty much playing lands all the time, every time. So Lands and uh, dredge card. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then for gamble, because, you know, no gamble, no glory. Um, and, and basically, it pretty much reads like demonic trader when you're looking for life of the loam yeah uh, right mm-hmm. so so <laughs> So, uh, with this particular deck, it, it is a lot faster, like we talked about, because it is a combo kill of Dark Depths and Thespian Siege in there. So, basically, if you've never seen that interaction, um, Dark Depths has 10 ice counters that comes into play, and you can remove them, and if you have nothing left, then you can put a 2020 indestructible flyer named Merit Lage, which is sweet, and, you know, it's gonna take a lot of time to get rid of those ice counters, so let's go ahead and copy it, and the copy from Thespian Siege has no counters, and you get the legend roll, so you get rid of the one with the 10 ice counters, or less if you actually were activating it because you had nothing better to do. And once it's once you have no more counters, or when it has no counters, the other trigger goes off saying, hey, go give me a 20-20. So, um, Life from the Loan basically lets you keep assembling this if your opponent tries to wasteland you or doing any of those shenanigans. If your opponent thinks they're going to try to kill you with dudes, then you have Punishing Fire and Life from the Loam, which is another combo, basically. So you can either pluck your opponent's creatures off the board or just, you know, keep nubbing your opponent for one because you want to have more fun than killing them with a 20-20. Um, um, if you really think your opponent's not going to die to punishing fire on their dudes, they can play Tabernacle. Um, Caracas is great for the sneak and show matchups, and if, you know, I guess it's good in the mirror, because isn't the Merrill Age uh, legendary? Yeah, it is legendary. So, <clears throat> you can bounce uh, other legendary permanents. Um, other lands of note, um, Tranquil Thickets, like these cycling lands are there, really, to just speed up your engine. Uh, on Port, if you want to lock out your opponent's mana, same at Wasteland, I believe there's full Wasteland in there. Sure. Yep, Maze of Eth, if, if your opponent's trying to kill a single threat, like a Tarmogoyf, you have Maze of Eth to keep them at bay. And last card I want to mention is Glacial Chasm. So, if you're in a bind... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're in a bind and you need your opponent to stop beating you down, or... Please, going up, one turn. Yeah, or going up against the burn deck, per se, you can play Glacial Chasm. So, that's why you guys attack a land, which you don't care about because you play a lot of lands. Creatures you control can't attack. Well, that's okay, because I'm going to lose this thing right before I'm going to kill you with Merit Lage. 
and prevent all damage that would be dealt to you. Cumulative upkeep card, pay two life. Um, some t- some cycles you could play where like you could play a glacial chasm, sack a land with exploration. Like the next turn, you can sack the chasm and replay it through life from the loam if you right. want, or yeah, like yeah, you can keep on board that line. Yeah, or you can like keep making copies and just like keep having those copies sack each other type type of things going on. Um, in the board, it's basically combos. It's toughest matchup, so basically your sideboard's anti combo cards like force fear resistance, taking on storm, tooth or amethyst for the same reason, seismic assault. If you really want to hate on dudes, um, K grip. I forgot what kind of cards you really want. I mean, it's really for blood moon, I would suppose, because that blood moon is the counter. Well, I mean, I guess Calibat counter also. Yeah, I no, mean, it, which is annoying. Yeah, it, yeah, it's but just, you're not worried about the top or counterbalance. Like, I mean, they're not counter. Well, I mean, punishing fire is a dead card, so I mean, you might just you know swap those out for K grip. Or if your opponent's playing really annoying stuff like Winter Orb or um, like was it Sabo's Web is the one that hates on non basic. Sabo's Web is super bad. Yeah, like you know, you have it just for that. I mean, there are some decks, some players that will play that stuff, and the Bazooka Bog to hate on graveyards and Chalice of the Void to hate on Delver. So pretty much your 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 lands deck, like we said before, um, it was like a 43 lands deck with a much slower win condition. The only other thing too is um, you might hear people call this deck as combo lands or red green lands because of that um, dark Deaths combo. There is another lands deck out there that plays uh, blue as well, and they'll play cards like Intuition to get some key cards in the graveyard and, and stuff like that as well, and kills with like creeping tar pit. It's a little more grindy than this particular list. This one wants to get you dead fast, but not super fast because there are lists that also have like um, like really really fast ways to get your dark depths combo going and protects it with uh, cards like not of this world so um, it, it's getting popular I heard external extravaganza there was a lot of lands decks floating around so this is a deck you probably want to be testing against if you're getting into legacy yeah and if you just like watching legacy what you want to do is you want to go back and want to watch old school lands versus stacks oh god oh, <laughs> get <man>. your popcorn <laughs> oh man that's a good one. Oh, those games take a while <laughs> yeah you might want to go to the bathroom first just <laughs> You don't have to go during a match. Yeah, but, uh, I, honestly, like, I love that match. <laughs> That's one of my favorite matches. Mike, tell me how Esper Thopter Foundry works. Uh, the way that works is, first you start with some Baleful Strix, three of them, and two Snapcaster Mages, and then 19 lands. And then you go on to your I, juice I, I, and 36 I, 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 spells. Just, hey, 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 hey. You can't just what? glaze over the 19 lands when you're talking oh, about Oh, my bad, Thopter. my bad. There is one of Sita Synod, one Creeping Carpet. That's the one that matters. <laughs> <laughs> one Karakas, one Academy Ruins, some Fetches, and some Yes, the Academy Ruins, the Caracas, and the Retarget all matter in this match. All right. stack, I'm sorry. My pulse. Yep. So now we'll go on to this. There's one Sensei's Divining Top, two Sword of the Meek, and then here's the combo. Two Sword of the Meek, three Thopter Foundry. Mm, make how one, one. combo work? Uh, I believe you sack that Sword of the Meek to make one, one Thopter, and then, oh look, a one, one enters. Sword of the Meek comes back attached to it. Oh my god, and that's awesome. This, yeah, yeah, it's kind of, kind of a loop there. <laughs> it is kind of a loop there. <laughs> And you have four brainstorms to find the stuff, two counter spells, four dig through time, four force of will, one mental note, two spell snare, four swords to plowshares, four thought scour, one ponder, three thoughties, and one supreme verdict. When the fuck and then did they so, add mental note to this deck? It might just be some... No, it's definitely a mental note, but uh, he just wanted another uh, brainstorm and could have it. Yeah. His spell board, his, <laughs> spell board, his sideboard is one Nihil spell bomb, which was throwing me off there, uh, one Sabo's web, one Aegis, one cannon. <laughs> one Aethus Horn Cannonist, one Baneslayer Angel, one Detention Sphere, one Engineered Plague, one Seal of Cleansing, one Humility, two Enlightened Tutor, two Tassiger the Golden Fang, and three Him to Torok. 
Sabo's Web. For those who don't know, uh, when it comes into play, you draw a card. It's an artifact for two. And lands with an activated ability that doesn't produce mana don't untap during their controller's untap steps. Ever. Ever. So, it's not very nice. And then humility, causing judges headaches for years. Yeah, let's let's see if that Sabo's Web hurts on three Maze of Myth, four Thespian Stage, four Wasteland, one Caracas, and three Dark Taps. <laughs> so sick. Mike, you handled that pretty well. I wasn't sure you'd be able to yeah. handle the Legacy. <laughs> hey, I watched my fair share of Legacy Opens. Cool. Uh, so we have Shardless Saltai. That was what Michael Raverman ran. Um, look, I mean... It's pretty stock. It, it, it's yeah. absolutely stock. It's your Goyce. It's your Strix. It's your Agents. And then, you know, it's Early just the Shardless Munch. Hanging out. It's just Shardless Munch. I mean, stop using the names. Please, please. Yeah. It, actually, it's even like War Color because Meddling Mage is in the sideboard. Right. That is real. But yeah, I mean, it, it's, it, it is what it is. But it's Shardless Munch. Stop calling Sonic. Uh, Infect is Infect. <laughs> Joey Bags. He's rocking some countertop. <laughs> Ross Miriam was on Sultai Delver. Uh, oh, Delver. Yes, So that was the, the uh, yeah, stuff, Legacy, yeah, at the thing, where they was playing the cards and doing the Wait, thing. Oh, that thing? Yeah, that thing. Oh, yeah, that's what happened. It, it is, I think, maybe. Yeah, can, can I give a lot of props to Ross? Because, um, you know, not, I'm not you know, terribly biased because he's Connecticut native also, but uh, he, I think in Legacy he's really expanding his range because mm-hmm. pretty much he was just elves for life. He's yeah. so yeah, hardcore on elves. Yeah, but like lately he played Storm when Storm was kind of a popular deck in the Treasure Cruise meta, and he just picked up Sultai Delver and ran with it all the way into a top eight. Also, I think he went seven and one. I think with well with uh, Storm when he was on that too. Yeah, he's really starting to expand his range, so I'm I'm kind of excited to see how he progresses this year, um, playing a whole bunch of different decks, even standard too. I mean, he just picked up red green aggro and just ran with it. It wasn't like you know last standard where it was mob blue devotion every week. <laughs> I'm surprised he wasn't playing that this week. <laughs> 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 so, let's see here. They, let's move to the Open, where there was less players than there was in the Invitational. This was Shocker. not a big Open. Uh, no. But our first place winner was Joe Lissette with Just Guy Heroic. Yep. Yeah, sure. You heard me right. Yeah. Uh, it's a four battle wise hoplite, four favorite hoplite, four hero heroes, one Laguna Bot, Trailblazer, three Seeker of the Way. Hey, wait a second. This is blue white heroic. Ah, but nope. there was red cards. Like four teamer battle rage. That's what we need. That's all you need. <laughs> uh, two Ordeo Hibion, four Ordeo Thassa, three Center Soul. Card's awesome. Card's protection really, spells. Really good. Yep. Uh, it pluses two heroic triggers. It is. Mm-hmm. Four Defiant Strike, four Gods Willing, one Valor stands in a treasure cruise. So this is your blue white new adaption. We add four teamer battle rage and kick people in the dick. Mm-hmm. He's been streaming yeah. this deck on his Twitch account for like a few months now. And uh, for those of you who didn't see the uh, picture of him holding the trophy, what he did was every time he won a game with Teamer Battle Rage, he would take out a Sharpie and mark an X on the Teamer Battle Rage for how many kills it's gotten. And all four had at least five X's on them. Wow. So, uh, Mike, Hunter Nance is yelling at you and he wants you to look yeah. at that aggro deck. Yeah, why is his name all capital? <laughs> Jeez. Calm so, down, man. So, so, so bad. <laughs> Alright, he had four Fleeceman Lion, four Rakshasa Death Healer, four Siege Rhino, two Wingmate Raw, three Three Drop Anafenza, two Bramaz King of Rescos, one Tassiger, uh, the Golden Fang, and one Soren Solemn Visitor, 25 lands. His 14 spells consist of two Obs on Charm, three Bioblade, two Dramoka's Command, four Downfall, one Murder's Cut, and two Thoughtseize, and then a plethora of ones in the sideboard. One Master of the Unseen, one Dramoka's Command, one Ultimate Price, one Tasker, one Liliana Vest, one Soren Solemn 
Home Visitor, one Thoughtseize, two Nissa World Waker, three Drown and Sorrow, and three Glare of Heresy. How many Siege Rhino? Four. Twelve. Would there, would there any be anything but? Four motherfucking Siege Rhino. We're only allowed to play with four, so. The rest of the top <laughs> eight breaks down as Red Green Aggro, Green Red Monsters, Green White Devotion, Jeskai Tokens, Jeskai Aggro, and Red Green Aggro. I did. You want to go over the Devotion list, Angelo? No. You sure? I'm positive. Alright. The Devote. Wait, you know what? I do want to check one thing. Was there Siege Rhino? Boom, Seder. No. There is one Den Protector. It doesn't have it in the side. I like that. Oh, it doesn't have the Dragon Throne of Tarkir? Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I wanted <laughs> to check that. <laughs> that was a close one. He's just yeah. worth one. It's still not a great card. It has Solop Theros, which is a very weak replacement for Dragon Throne of Tarkir. Wow. I'm so sad that you said those words. and I, I cannot believe you said those words. <laughs> <laughs> but we did, short of like Shaheen's deck, there wasn't the craziest shakeup to standard. It was... I mean, the red-green aggro list for this top eight, I mean, it's mono-red splashing green, so it's a little bit different. I mean, uh, the Dan Jessup's command deck, right? The Trevor uh, Bumgardner. Uh, okay. Yeah, I think Jessup's it's just the, the command. Yeah. Answer. And then running 19 lands. Okay, so okay. I'm going to just wrap up the standard open right there because there wasn't a lot of players there and I didn't see the shakeup that I expected to see. A um, couple cards here and there, I wanted more because I'm... Hey, we saw a Dragon Throne of Tark here. Come that's on. That's a hell of a shakeup. That's, that's terrible. So sorry <laughs> for everyone who heard those words. I mean, if there's any like new decks that I saw that really stood out to me was definitely the red-green aggro deck that Ross was playing because not only did he top eight, but there was two in the top four right. of the, the, mm-hmm. the very next event. Yeah, I think the deck is very legit. It's also the same list, too, like same card card versus starting season. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's why I didn't want to continue going on because we already went over the deck. Yeah, so that's like, I think that would be the deck to kind of be ready for in your, your gauntlet as well. Like, I think there's going to be a lot of that going to be popping up. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Well, uh, we'll be back after a moment. Uh, we're going to take a break. Okay, everybody. It's that time again for me to talk about Titan Game Shop. This place is the place to go. They got your sealed product. They got your singles at good prices. They ship pretty much anywhere, you know, within, like, legal things. And they got a bunch of other things coming down the pipe that I need to tell you folks about. You like modern? Well, listen to all this modern stuff they got going on, right? First off, Modern Masters. We all know it's coming. They're going to have plenty of product. They're going to do a big release sealed event. Seems kind of fun to me. I mean, just come get the product. Also, they're going to have their own series that they're putting on. Okay? I mean, like, geez. The winners, the three winners, they're going to end up getting sponsored to go to GP Pittsburgh right around Thanksgiving. So, like, that's a pretty good prize. Also, on May 10th, they have a PPTQ Milwaukee. But to go along with it, it's also an SCG IQ and a 1K. That's right, $1,000 in prizes, an invitational qualifier, and a PPTQ. All wrapped up in the one. That's a hell of a tournament. Might want to travel for that one. Jeez, that's like kick-ass. But anyway... Check these guys out. That's TitanGameShop.com, T-A-I-T-A-N, GameShop.com, and also at TitanCards at gmail.com. Get a hold of them at either one of those places. You can also find them over on TCG Player. And remember, if you do decide to go there and order something, let them know that the Pit sent you. They want to hear it. We want you guys to say it. Helps everybody out. Remember to check his shop out. It's a good shop. I wouldn't put my name on it if I didn't believe it. Um, do you guys play Magic Online? I do. Used to. Well, I got a reason to go back. Tempest Remastered. Ooh, May sixth. May sixth this comes out. And like, you know, when I when I first read about it, you know, we talked about it on here, like I kinda speculated on possible cards that might be in here. And this just looks fun as hell draft. Uh it's got the slippers thing still. 
which, you know, Slivers and Tempest was good. You have to be so many colors in Slivers and Tempest. Yeah, yeah, like, it's, it's actually hard to do. White, black, fucking, uh, ah, what is that mechanic called where people can't yeah, touch you? Shadow. Yeah, yeah, white, black, shadow is back. Like, that, that is insane. Like, if you, look, if it's your first draft, if you're sitting down, try to force that. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're not gonna be disappointed in, like, if you uh, played Vintage Masters, you got a taste of it. Yeah. At least, at least in some of the creatures. Right. Uh, you can run the slow, like, capsize decks. Mm-hmm. Which are just so fun to just, you know. You could. Mm. Will, you're quiet again. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Grab you some intuitions that are in here. Mm, horn turtle. Killer whale. Look, are we getting a, some more wastelands? It's a whale that flies. Yeah. Well, what was well, that, Will? Well, one more time? Yeah. Yeah, it's through the mic close to your face. Yeah. Oh, that's exactly what happened. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so. I'm talking to this? <laughs> that's it. Okay. <laughs> it's alright. Well, uh, I'm used to your drunk, drunk stumblings at this point. <laughs> so, Wasteland is in fact in the set. What rarity? Rare. It's, it's a rare. Oh, that's not bad. What do you guys think is gonna be the price? Like the new price, once people are opening packs and these Dodo? getting out? Uh, what was it at before? Like 40 or? Like a hundred plus, because oh, that's right. That that's true. I think it'll drop to like sixty, hopefully. I think it, you know, it really depends on how many people jump on it. Play. Oh, you know, it's gonna be a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, don't get me wrong. You know, six months after this rotates out, it'll be worth you know eighty bucks again. Uh, Vorash Stronghold's in us. Hmm, Vorash Stronghold. You know, put target creature you know from your graveyard back on your library, which is nice. They do have the uh the don't untap lands. Yeah, those are your little lands that are add on common. Right, it has stocking stones, which don't overlook stocking stones. It's actually pretty good this format. <laughs> no, there's all kinds of value. There's all kinds of monetary value here in a lot of cards. Oh, so many right. cards. Oh, I stand corrected. Wasteland dropped to like 60 or so already. That's, that's because of the yeah. announcement set. So, yeah. yeah. You know, it, I feel like the, the bottom bottom price of it's maybe $30. Yeah. And just as important as, you know, while we're on lands here, just as important as Wasteland is we have City of Traders. City of Traders, yeah, that's very hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. So I'm very happy to see that. I mean, we have just all the thoughters because that was a big thing. We have gnomes. We have mock Stein. Man, yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. People like a lot Lotus of good diamonds. legacy cards. People like lotus petals, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, box diamonds and lotus petals. We're gonna talk about them later and how broken they can be. <laughs> <laughs> we have the mythic grindstone. Yeah, it's very, it's, dude, it's, a, it's incredibly broken in a limited map. Especially in Tempest Block, where you're trying to force monocolored. Like, sometimes two grindstone act, grindstone activation that game. It's bad. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> right, like, I, I red, red, it. land, land, red, red, land, land. Shit. <laughs> yep. Uh, we have Curse Scroll, which, again, we'll talk about how broken that fucking card is later. Wow, uh, uh, yeah. So, Curse Scroll, very good. We got Bottle Notes, cause you need gain life. Will, coat of arms. It's not quite as good as the, uh, the dragon throne, but you know. It's, it's really there. sweet if you're playing slivers and stuff. Right. Um, I'm just picking ones off the top of my head that I enjoyed. Yeah, oh, Vito Il Doll. There are very, very good cards. It looks to be a really fun balance set. It's like the whole block is the set. No one is. Right. Some sliver queens. There's a couple unplayables, but. Well, I mean, not only really unplayables because of the, the power of the set. Like, you, in a normal draft, you wouldn't mind running them, but in this, when you draft this, you're gonna go, eh, this is never gonna make the cut. Yeah, but a lot of the stuff that the lowest power has buyback or says drop, which it really boosts the plus. It's hard to knock it. Right. Survive oh, yeah. sitting in here. Just, you know, green hits. Spike feeder. 
Yeah, all the all the spikes are in here. Oh, like, all cataclysm? the cataclysm are in here. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. And like and, like shackles is in here at uncommon. Oath. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, all the cards like no, just the green oath too. Not any of the shitty oath. Forbids in this set. Yeah, mana bond. <laughs> Like, you can build your lands deck off of this Meditate, deck. oh my god, like, so much fun. Like, I would love to have this built as a cube. This would be a great cube to have. Yeah, I can't argue it. Um, I think Ian Duke was one of the main people behind this. Uh, mm-hmm. Excellent job. Excellent Wasn't he job. also on Vintage Masters, too? Yes. Yeah, so. I mean, and those are going to take a card pool and refine it. Yeah, he mm-hmm. really does. I mean, I can't wait to draft me a Shard Phoenix and just have one. I think he also did Dragons of Tarkir, so he knows, he knows his sets, old and new. Pandemonium. Oh, it's so much fun. Yeah, right. Like, the hits. Yeah, goblins are a real draft deck. Like, Carnifage is in here, as is Sargmancy. Ethereum. Yeah, muscle like Sliver back- Common? Oh, really? Yeah. Holy shit. Is Wing Sliver Common, too? Oh, God, uh, I hope not. Maybe. It might be uncommon. I might have seen it uncommon. Wing Sliver's Common. No, it's common, so all the all the hits <laughs> are common. So, like, if you're going Slivers, just, like, you just need things to the table. That's all you do. You're just waiting for shit to table. Recurring Nightmare, that's always fun in a draft. Yeah. <laughs> there are so many fun cards. I cannot wait. <laughs> Rolling yeah. Thunder? Like yeah. That. Popper staple, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, uh, like, first pickable Diabolic Eating, even in this set. <laughs> Yeah, for sure, for sure. You have to kill shadow creatures. You have to. <laughs> oh, this is going to be so much fun. I hope. Look, if you don't have an MTGO account, like, you probably should get one just to do this. I am not joking. I it's worth it to get I do might. Four, four or five of these. Do four or five of these. Like, just hope to ar- open a Stark of Wrath in in a, uh, what's it called, a... Uh, uh, not round robin, but the Swiss format. Yeah. Like, just to have as much fun and have as many things on other sides of the board possible. Yeah. Yeah, so much fun. You can legitimately do, like, some crazy control deck because, you know, they have the counter spells there. Do mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And you top off with a cat size and then pop down an Ethereum. <laughs> like, these are things that are, you're able to do. Although cap size, they got it at a common. No, that's where it should be. You cannot have that uncommon. That's insane. They also have Hermit Druid and Uncommon, which I'm really happy about. Yeah. Really? Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right, do I have the Living Death in hand? Okay, let's start activating. Sounds good as living, living Death in a set, dude. Yep. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, shit. There are so many fun decks to build. I know. Oh, I mean, I'm going to do at least... And, like, de- decks that were never available to be built in Limited before because cross-set, you know? Yeah. Whispers? I love Whispers. Oh, uh, Whispers of the Muse. Oh man, give me two of those. Yeah, like in every draft deck. Two. Yep, two. One for one for now, one for later. Yeah. I'm totally forcing five color if I get Sliver Queen. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm gonna do at least oh, one Sliver deck. I'm gonna do at least one Shadow deck. I'm definitely gonna play a card. Lotus Petals at Uncommon, so you'll I probably see at least one of those. I'll be building a lot of Lab Rat decks. Yes. <laughs> Lab Rat decks. Yes. With the coat of arms. <laughs> Lab Rat. Oh, yeah, that's cool. I have just three three Lab Rats. Let's try and get 15 land. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, like, if, if I crack a recurring nightmare, I'm, I'm going to Lab Rat deck. Yep. Like, that's going to be my cue that I'm doing rap, Lab Rats. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, that, that, that was the wrong rat. Okay, my bad. No, Lab Rats is the buyback one. That yeah, the, the spell. It's not the one that does no, all No, you're thinking of Crypt Rats. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's not good. So there's just cards. Fanning the lanes. Ah, wave. Yeah, this is going to be fun. Um, I could talk about these cards all day. I'm sure we'll talk about these cards all day. There, there, there's a lot of good cards in here. Enjoy this. Uh, Mog Fanatic, unfortunately, is not as good as it used to be. <laughs> 
Yeah, and it's still a decent. It's true, but Jinx Idol is still awesome. Yeah, there's this is just going to be so much fun. Enjoy, please. Like honestly, I'm not joking. If you do not have Magic Online, this is one of the things that's worth getting it for. It, yeah, it's also just going to be an incredible financial uh, like acquisition for most people. Who yeah, can, but not mm-hmm. terrible shit. And, and don't forget, you people who you know follow Puka Trade, they're trying to get something going now where you can turn Magic Online cards into real cards and vice versa. So that's a financial boon, like actual financial boon. So, you know, oh, yeah. this could be good. Now, I'm probably expecting they're not going to, you know, do Power 9 for that one. Like, oh, you have online Power 9? We're not going to give you... I'm sure pay. they're going to do it, but, I mean, you're going to have to have so many Puka points. Plus, you're going to have to have somebody. Oh, yeah. Up. Um, so, I mean, like, it'll be there, whether or not you'll actually be able to get it, some story. Um, but that's enough of that. It's awesome. Enjoy. But we have the next FNM promo has been announced for us FNM players, and it's Garch. I disagree. Hey. It's sweet. I think it's really good. I think, I think it's a fine card. It's a fine magic card. Okay. Yes, it is. It's, it's Frostwater. Art. It's art is very good, and the it's art action. is insane. It's a card, man. It's a, for sure it's a yeah, card. Yeah, he is. Turn to that, a lot of people get scared of them not running tokens. Like, I mean, yeah, it obviously has weaknesses, but it also has incredible upside. And at times, like, man, I would love to have this in my control sideboard, in my dirtily blue-black deck, I would love to have these into dirtily mirrors, because people board out all their removal, and you just slam a Frostwalker out of them. Mm-hmm. No? Okay. I mean, I play against them in drafts, and I've never, like, lost I've them. played them a lot in standard. Okay. So I've experienced both the bad side card. and the good sides. Okay, uh, we get a Frostwalker in June, so and the art is actually very good. Not the the worst. art is insane. Yeah. It is not the worst. Um, again, if you are wondering, we have Abzan Beastmaster in May, and we have Suspension Field coming up in April. So. Suspension Field ruin. Place yeah. of Magic this month. Yeah. Place this month. Yeah, it'd be this month by the time they hear this. Okay, and what we really want to talk about, me and Will have, you know, been talking to each other off the air about this for weeks. Yeah. <laughs> It's finally ended, and it's really worth going over the gauntlet of greatness that uh, was put out by Randy Bueller, famous for Boarding House Media. Yeah, and uh, the way what he did was he said, "I want to know what the best standard deck all time is," and he looked at you know picked out a bunch of decks that were all like dominant decks in their time. Thirty-two decks in the stages. Yes, and he played it like the uh, World Cup, where he said, "I'm going to make pools, and these pools are going to play against each other, and you know you're going to play every one of those, and the two with the top record move on to the big eight. Um, group A consisted of uh, Academy versus Psychotog, or Academy Psychotog. Wow. Yes, right. Affinity and Rebels. Holy hits, Jesus. Um, this is kind of sick. Uh, the top, the first four that he went to were just insane good. So his second group, which was, he called Ruby because, you know, it comes after the first, uh, consisted of Jar, that's Necro Jar, Fairies, oh, man. Dragonstorm, and Counterpost. Oh man. Wow, Counterpost? Oh shit, dog. That shit's real. That's oh. the one with Force of Will. Oh man. Yeah, Counterpost was, uh, it was four force spikes, four disc, three wrath of god, four counter spell, four brainstorm, four force of will, four impulse, two dissipate, a disenchant, four swords of the plowshares, one rainbow of freak, because you can never kill it. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> That's the right number of creatures in the control deck. Yeah. <laughs> like, how do you actually win Kjeldor and Eldost? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, you know what? I just thought of this. I didn't go over all the decks, so we're going, I'm going to start to. Uh, for those people who did not play fairies, this is what your typical fairy list actually looked like. Uh, we had four Bitter Blossom, four Terror, four Ancestral Vision, three, four Cryptic Command, three Thought Season, four Rune Snack. Yes, Rune Snack. It's insane, trust Mana me. Mana League wasn't printed, and Rune Snack is better in the late game. Very much. Uh, four Spell Stutter Sprite, that's really your, your Mana League. Ooh, wow. <laughs> four Mistmind Click, four Scion of Una. 
for yeah. the vault. Bitter Blossom uh, is an incredible magic card, and fairies was pretty hard. It was. Uh, Cyborg consisted of uh, two Pepper Smoke, a Slaughter Pack, two Flash Freeze, which was really good in that era. That's true. Flash Freeze was a great card. Uh, two Star of Temptation, the Thought Seize, three Damnation, three Bottle Gnome, and a Pendlehaven. Ooh, baby, ooh, baby, ooh, baby, ooh, baby. Uh, Dragon Storm, look, I can go over everything that's in this deck, but really all it was was like, I'm going to cast Dragon Storm and get four Bogart and Hellkites. Red Rituals to get massive mana, Storm Spells, and Dragon Storm, Yankee Heart. Yep. yep. With counter spell backups and Chapter Land Down. Oh, this is Blue Red Bl- Dragon Storm? Yeah. Yeah, it's this is all even better. Oh, okay, yeah, I wasn't sure if it was maybe the Patrick Chay version. No, it was the Sleight of Hand version, which was actually better than the Chapins went further in the tour. Um, and the other one, and th- this is Necro. Jar. This is so much fun. This deck works legitimately like a comedian um, most of the time because it, it is very capable of a turn one win, but normally turn one is the setup, a turn two is the punchline. Yep. And a lot of times there's just nothing you can do about this deck. So we have four Yogg Moss Will, we have four Lotus Petal, we have four Mana Vault, four Dark Ritual, four Tinker, four Necropotes, two Intuition, four Memory Jar, four Mox Diamond, three Negrum. So sweet. And that's your win condition, Megram. Yep. Uh, you memory jar. Okay. <laughs> so it turns out, it turns out that fifth edition was just incredibly broken because it gave you like insane mana to complement the stuff that was just splashed throughout Tempest and pushed throughout Urza's. And, uh, they also just happened to put, uh, uh neck quotes in fifth. Yeah, which was kind of a mistake. Um, a little bit. This deck lasted three weeks. Yeah, three weeks. Banned. <laughs> So, yeah, it's that good. Uh, I mean, like, turn one Necropotence will sell so... I mean, is there really anything more powerful? Uh, I mean, spoilering, spoiler alert, no, there is not. <laughs> um, I'm get just to... going to draw as many cards as I want. So this was like, this was... You just draw more cards than you than you need and discard them every time, so they just sculpt a perfect hand every time. Like you have no library on turn five, yeah. and, and that's it because you've drawn it all. And in a deck with a combo that could go along with it, it's just absurd. It's it's not even just a combo; it's a draw seven combo. Like draw eight sometimes. Yeah, seven. The, the whole reason that like the the whole deck perpetuates to have this massive capitulation of resources in one turn to just cycle through cards in hand and drop megrims in play, so that at the end of turn memory jar triggers make you discard like you as the defending player with no mana resources discard like 48 cards and take a million damage <laughs> on turn one before you played any one or two sometimes yeah. three yeah, yeah but typically yeah. two was your number one was possible and three was like if you were stumbling yeah, exactly. that, that's how strong this deck was uh, broken mana academy I might as well go back over this because we did it the oh, first time so we have three scroll rack which is really good to push cards to the bottom when you don't need right four mana vault three mind over matter Card's very expensive, but whenever you're untapping Academy, it don't matter. Right. Four Lotus Petal, 15 Islands, <clears throat> four Voltaic Key, four Tolarian Academy, four Agent Tomb, three Intuition, four Windfall, four Time Spiral, four Mox Diamond, four Stroke of Genius. Would you like to draw 90? Okay. <laughs> draw a million cards, have a million artifacts in play, and then twiddle your, uh, your Tolarian Academy. Stroke them, that's it. That's the deck. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> that just is... like just broken, broken mana, just broken mana. I have just milked you. <laughs> like for... this deck has mana vault and also uh, grim monolith, right? No, no monolith. Wow. Okay, it doesn't even need grim monolith. That's just how good the mana is. Uh, it's like mana vault pedal and uh, wow, yeah, crazy. Okay, psychotog. Oh, this like this. This is my favorite deck ever. Go. You do. You, you have the list pulled up. No. Okay, I'll, I'll like talk. Yeah. Dr. T. We have Dr. the dark T. water yeah. catacombs. We have three swamps. We have two islands. Three cunning wish. 
Oh man, cutting with sideboards. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cutting with sideboard. Dude. Four islands, three circular logic, four salt marsh, three memory lapse, two upheaval. Four Repulse, three Factor Fiction, three Deep Analysis, four Psychotog, four Underground River, four Counterspell, four Nightscape Familiar, two Cephalu Coliseum, three Chainers Edict, and four Islands. Sideboard was one Coffin Purge, one Gainsay, four Duress, one Slay, three Ghastly Demise, a Factor Fiction, a Recoil, a Mana Short, a High Mana Short for the Mirror. Yeah. And a Temporized Response, Will I Go? <laughs> Does it matter to the game? Counter it. Kill it. Uh, eventually, late game, you cast upheaval. Make sure it resolves somehow. Your whole sideboard is built upon picking bullets for matchups and getting them in your hand. Like, uh, upheaval, floating mana, cast psychotog, discard my whole hand. I have one mana and a four spike in hand. I think I'm safe. Uh, and then next turn you attack for, like, their life total plus a couple. It's so fun. I mean, yeah. plus, plus, like, you just have the games where you just force turn, turn three Psychotog and treat it like a wild mongrel that's better than a wild mongrel. It's a just, it's such a fun deck. You draw so many cards. Your counter spells cost one mana for certain logic and, like, two mana for counter spell and then relapse. It's so good. It's so fun. Uh-huh. What Psychotog did, and this is the namesake of the deck, uh, discard a card from your hand and Psychotog gets plus one, plus one until end of turn. Remove two cards from your graveyard and Psychotog gets plus one, plus one until end of turn. But it's just a three mana one, two. How could that ever be bad? Yeah, when you make it so big, it's yeah. so fast. When you have like 20 cards in your graveyard, because you're a grindy gas control deck, and you have 7 cards in hand, and you cast a factor fiction in your attack phase. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, he kills you, I promise. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that, you know, you're, you already gained 2 by discarding 2 cards, and then you just remove those from the graveyard, and right. you just gain 3. Every 2 cards in your hand is busted. Yep. Uh, then we had Affinity, the Bane of 2004. We talked about this deck. We just talked about this not too long ago, he is running the, uh, he's got four Great Furnaces, four Chromatic Sphere, four Seed of the Synod, three Dark Steel Citadel, four Vault of the Whispers, four Disciple of the Vault, four Skull Clamp. Uh, <laughs> the broken version. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Who thought that was a good idea? Seriously. <laughs> Randy Bueller. Like, guys, you know, R&D, sometimes you just gotta test. <laughs> Plus one, plus one's too good. Let's go plus one, minus one. Yeah, balance. <laughs> balance, no. Uh, four Blink Moth Nexus, four Arcbound Worker, four Shrapnel Blast, four Thoughtcast, four Arcbound Ravager, four Aether Vile, four Mirror Enforcer, four Frogmite. Uh, his sideboard, because I'm guessing that's where it starts, because it says Frogmite sideboard. I don't know what that is. And a Glimmer Void. Uh, Cyborg Glimmer Void, four Electrostatic Bolt, one Glimmer Void, four Pyroclasm, four Mirror Retriever, and two Somber Hover Guards. Just, just more stuff. Why not? And then Rebels, um, which on, on the surface does not look very powerful, but trust and me. <laughs> Rebels take a, Rebels take Psychotog out of fucking Blue Browns when Psychotog is obviously the best. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so we have 12 planes, 4 Brush Lead, uh, 3 Steadfast Guard, Human Rebel, 2-2, two, two, this one. Uh, Ramosian Sky Marshal. He is a tutor. Is it one of those? Two, two of those, yeah. No. 4 Parallax Wave. Yeah, four Lone Civvies, uh, four Chimeric Idol, three Defiant Vanguard, uh, so four Planes, uh, four Wax and Wayne. It's a sweet card. Yeah, two Defiant Falcons, two Dust Bowls, fucking Dust Bowl. Oh, Dust Bowl, man, that card. <laughs> three Longbow Archers, one Thermal Glider, four, uh, Ramosian Sergeants, and... Now that's, that's some bread butter. Yeah, it really is. Search a library for a Rebel card, but convert a mana cost two or less, 
and put that card into play. Then shuffle your library. That gets almost every. Like <laughs> that guy and then the Falcon. Yeah. Like, so, so the Rebels. Sorry, go just this. Four shot and port, uh, sideboard, three seal cleansing, four Armageddon, three Wrath of God, yeah. a Rebel Informer, uh, Magenta the Lion, and, or Magenta, sorry, and one Lightbringer. Go well. Yes, so the Rebels deck is just about having these lovely creatures that chain their way up through the commands. By having one Rebel in play, you are guaranteed to have two Rebels in play the next turn, and then four, and then six, and then, like, my god. Dead by god. But, like, the thing is, is the way the mechanic is worded, you can't counter it. Like, it's, and it's playable as an instant, so at the end of their turn, they just Rebel. Like, they're constantly on the defense until they're ready to tilt the scales. It's a deck that goes wide through, like, repetitives of 1-1, 2 inches. Oh, this <laughs> So, does power level get altered because of the new legend rule? Like, I'm presuming they're playing off the current one versus the yeah, one back in the day. Um, well, I don't know. I mean, like, Lin City... I would think it got better, if anything. Yeah, I would think so as well. Like, because yeah, I thought was, there was, like, the it, awkwardness of, like, player A plays Lin City and player well, that, B's, that's like, why, yeah, that's, why it, that's why it was banned in block. Oh, okay. Because it was unplayable in block, or, like, Lin City was playing block. Rebels was still playing. Yeah, that was the old, old legend where it was, you know, first person I get have, a legend down. Yeah, I have Lin City, you can't Lin City. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. that was better, I guess, in the end, you know, for the player who actually played it, but to actually play the deck out, I think the rules are better for this. Now, that was group A and B we talked about. I'm glad they didn't play the counter rebels. Oh, yeah. counter spells. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Um, that happens. <laughs> it did. So, let's move on to group C, and this is some newer decks. Uh, we have Mythic. Yes. Oh, that deck is crazy. We have yeah. Jund. Holy shit. Fuck that deck. We have Sly. Sly's so sweet. Yeah. So it's we, like original Sly, though. Yeah. It's real bad. And we have Fires. So, I believe it's Fires is sweet. So, Mythic, which is, you know, your conscription deck. Four Noble Hierarchy, four Jace the Mind Sculptor, four Elspeth Knight Errant, four Mana Leak. Did four, you say four Jace? Four Jace. Oh. Four Sovereigns of Lost Alara, four Lotus Cobra, four Knight of the Relic. We, hey, that one's not Mythic, and neither is Mana Leak, but everything else, yep. <laughs> two Explorer. Not the conscription, it's not Mythic. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, yeah, the conscription isn't. Um, we have two Explorer, that can get you banned. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically in this deck, that can get you suspended. Just, just want you to know that. Uh, four Birds of Paradise. <laughs> and two Eldrazi Conscription. So what's, and I mean, let's not shine over the fact that he has four Celestial Colonnades and three Stirring Wildwoods. Yeah, seven fucking manlands of size. Right? So here's what happens when you play this deck. The Lotus Cobras and the Explorers get you a fuck ton of mana. Fuck ton of not fair mana. You play a Sovereigns of Lost Alar, and when Sovereigns of Lost Alar, uh, Attacks alone. Any any creature alone. Any, yeah, creature. Yeah, any creature, right. It's just as long when as When Exalted it's would happen. Yeah. You may search your library for an aura card and put that directly into play attached to a creature. Okay, so we have this card called Eldrazi Conscription. This is Enchant Creature for eight. Eight. Enchanted I'm creature. never paying eight mana never. for an aura. Never. Enchanted Creature gets plus ten, plus ten, and has trample and Annihilator two. <laughs> yeah, if you thought Ranker was good. <laughs> <laughs> This is literally one-shot kill. Oh, my good lord. And if, you know, Sovereigns doesn't work for you, I mean, you just chase them to death. Jason and Elspeth. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, you, Planeswalks is a re- very real place. You would win a lot of games off of Noble Hierarch, and then you would use the uh, plus three, plus three ability on Elspeth Knight Errant and just win with that. And it, this was a little unfair for the time. Not gonna lie. Um, side yeah, board. once it was found, it was the best deck standard. The rest of the standard. Yeah. Um, like no more dicking around with that fucking. What What was the giant thing that made all your lands and lights or whatever? Oh, Avengers oh, Endicar. Yeah, like, no yeah. more. Than that. The real, realistically, the only deck that 
compared to this deck during the era and could beat it at, at some... It wasn't even Cobble because I don't think that was quite there yet. It, it was, exist, it was right? Super Friends. Oh, yeah, Super Friends. Okay. I ran Super Friends during this era, and I had to play against this deck, and it was never easy, but could win. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Johnny. <laughs> that was the only way you could win. Okay, so, Cyborg consists of two Obstinate Bayloth, two Spellpierce, two Naturalize, a Bajookabog, Bajookabog, two Linval, a Keeper of Silence, two Jace's Ingenuity, and four Celestial Purge. So sick. Yeah, Celestial Purge is just very good throughout all of Gauntlet. Mm-hmm. So we have Sly, and this is four Jackalpup, four Iron Claw Orcs, four Mog Fanatic, four Incinerate, four Ball Lightning, two Hammer of Bogard, because I need a Fireball that I never lose, two Mog Flunkies, one Viacino Sandstalker, Goblin Vandal, or two Goblin Vandals, four Cursed Scroll. Yeah, I played this deck. Four Cursed Scroll. Yeah, I played, I definitely played this deck a while. Four Shock, four Fire Blast. Uh, Cursed Scroll. Fire Blast, the best card ever. Yeah, that's the red version of, uh, Force. No, you sacrifice your oh, mounts. That's right. For four damage. It's just, hey look, I have four mountains, you take eight. Yeah, I have <laughs> nothing that costs more than two. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Curse Scroll is pretty absurd. Uh, name a card, target opponent chooses a card at random from your hand. If he or she chooses the name card, Curse Scroll deals two damage to target creature player. Here, here's the key, get help. Yep. And, and then get hammer back, I'm assuming. Just, or, I mean, it doesn't matter. Or, like, yeah. you just name the card in your hand in your pre-attack uh, main phase, and then you play it in your pre-attack main phase, and then you attack. Like, it's, it's just that easy. <laughs> it's like, oh, I drew a fire blast. Let's activate. Uh, fire blast? Oh, uh, take damage. Yeah. Take more damage. <laughs> right. <laughs> just continue. Oh, I have two cards in my hand. I named mount. <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> They're both mounts. Ah. <laughs> oh, man, you tried so hard picking that card at random. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Oh, so sick. It was so very, very fun. It was. Uh, two Saturn Pulse in the sideboard. Um, that is your buyback artifact kill. Two Dwarven Thurm. I'm never. Okay, I've never pronounced that correctly. Um, and that just switches power and toughness of things, and it's not nice. A Firestorm, four Pyro Blast, one Final Fortune. Final Fortune is really good. <laughs> yeah, when you can do a lot of damage in a turn, like, you don't care about that. Oh, wait, I lose the game if I can't beat him next turn? Not a yeah. problem. <laughs> Whatever, you're playing mono green, fine. Final Fortune. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I want this game to be over with now. Uh, three Bottle Nobs and two Dwarven Miners. Yeah, Dwarven Miner is really good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, people who play a lot of modern, you know, they're real big on, uh, John, what's that card called? Which card in modern? Uh, destroys uh, non-basic lands. He's an elemental. Oh, he's sacrificing. So, oh, um, the, uh, Fulminator Mage. Yeah, um, Fulminator Mage. Okay, Dwarven Miner did the same thing. He costs less, and all you had to do is tap him and yeah. three. Yeah, he's a one, two, two. Yeah, you don't sacrifice him. He stays there. You can just keep going. He built decks. There was a deck called Three Deuce that was just a Dwarven Miner deck. <laughs> so, like, was the Thalmater just, just for the mirror? So, like, oh, nice ball lightning. Let's make it a one, six? That seems very good, because like Sly was the best deck by a wide margin in Tempest Standard. Oh man, yeah. Once everything got banned. I mean, Tempest really wasn't a high band uh, block. Yeah. Like not like Urza's. Yeah, but I mean, like Jar. That was Urza's. Oh, it was Urza's. That's right, Yagamoth Will. What am I thinking? Okay, so, so Urza's. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Yagamoth Will. What it was I think that was it. Urza's. Okay, so uh, our next deck, and this is uh, this is Chuck. This is the deck oh, we made for Standard. Yep. Um, no joke. Absolutely. I just despise this thing. Can we spin the wheel again? Yeah. Four sprouting Thrynax. Very broken three drop. <laughs> two three drops in one. Yeah. Three Maelstrom Pulse. Two Rampant Growth. One Siege Gang Commander. Two Garrick Wildspeaker. Four Lightning Bolt. Four Blightning. Four Bitlast. Four Bloodbraid Elf. Four Broodmate, or three Broodmate Giant and four Putrid Leech. Um, Putrid Leech is a broken two drop. 
It's very good. I'm surprised it hasn't seen more success. Like, maybe if Tarmac exists. Yeah, really. Uh, yeah. We did have fetches in the day, so there is fetches. Uh, we have four Deathmark, three Pissing Needle, a Maelstrom Pulse, three Master of the Wild Hunt. Yeah, that's a sweet one. Four Great Sable Stag. This is that's the deck that killed fairies. Yeah, it, uh, Bituminous Blast and, uh, Bloodbraid Elf both have a keyword ability on them. Call Cascade. The worst mechanic. Yeah, ever. let's cast a bit blast. Oh, I hit a bloodbraid elf. That's cool. Let's bloodbraid elf into a oh, lightning. Yeah. So, I, I, I just destroyed your board. Fuck, <laughs> token player. <laughs> I paid my rent for a couple months playing uh, Shardalara Mock online, and there was the four color cascade deck, which started with the worm as well. So you had oh, the God. yeah, so <laughs> enlisted like, worm or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, five for six. Yeah, enlisted worm, bit blast, bloodbraid elf, maelstrom pulse. Like definitely a thing. Like definitely. <laughs> Happen. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like <laughs> cool, good dick, great job. <laughs> I activate my thought profile tree. <laughs> yeah, and like with this deck, if you start killing your dudes, like oh, I have four raging ravines to start beating your ass. Yeah, down raging with. ravine uh, ended a lot of games yeah. just because of the amount of room. Yeah, and, and the big thing with this deck was you would be so far ahead playing against it, and then it would literally hit one of those cascade things, and all of a sudden they get you had no shot. So like they bit last into library into in the maelstrom pulse, clear your board, and you're just like fuck. Or like the two minutes last, and get rid of all your counter spells. Oh, yeah. is very very uh, the, the the elasticity or the the snapback mechanic of the of the match was just so bad, like so far behind, you're so far ahead with tapping mana loss. Mm-hmm. And then they would follow that up with a rebate dragon and they came yeah. down. So two four fours, <laughs> two four fours for five that fly. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the last one in this group was fires. Uh, fires was uh, this is when I started playing magic. Fires was the big thing. So we have four flame tongue Kavu. Wow. Um, when he comes into play, he deals four damage to target creature. He's a four two for four. He's yeah. A Kills everything. We have Thornscape Battle Mage. This has a kicker ability that can deal two damage to target creature or player for a red and for a white. Um, when he comes into play, you can destroy an artifact. I wish they would have used Kavu Predator in that slot instead. Okay. Uh, four Sapperling Burst. Wow. Uh, wasn't that great until Fires got printed. Yeah. Really, the deck is um, Sapperling Burst plus Fires. Yeah, man, that's the combo of the deck. Yeah. Uh, four Blasted Herb. Card's really good fires. Yeah, can't be targeted spells or abilities. It comes to these a 5 5 for turn 4, and with fires, it's insane. Yeah. 4 fire and ice. This is a fading mechanic, actually. Yeah, it is. Uh, four fire ice. Four fires of Yavi Maya. Creatures you control have haste. Sacrifice fires of Yavi Maya. Target creature gets plus two, plus two until end of turn. Three mana enchantment turns all of your guys with fading from pretty good to holy shit. Yes. Uh, four birds, four lot of elf, and four chimeric idol. Very fast. Yes. Uh, this, this deck does not fuck around. Side turn, turn, turn one birds, turn two fires, turn three blastoderm, turn four sapling burst, you're dead. Yeah, yeah, that's, seems that's the numbers. The game. <laughs> so he has an obliterate and a sideboard. Yeah, you can cast it. It's good. Uh, and four. then and then your chimeric idols are still in play. Uh huh. Four hall breach. Three yeah, enchantments and artifacts. Yeah, creatures, enchantments, and artifacts for uh two mana. <laughs> uh Siobhan Worm. Because, you know, it's a seven seven revival tramp. It does have it does have the phase the gating mechanic though, so it's kinda hard to use, but uh if they can't kill your guys, they'll buy it's very, very hard. Uh two dust bowls. Because it's dust bowl. Uh, two Simon. Oh, well, yeah, that's, uh, deals one damage to each attack creature? Yeah, to each creature. Target okay. opponent controls. Wow. For, for green. Red and green, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, it was. There were, there were, um, token based opposition decks around at the time that, uh, were a real problem. Yeah, and Blood Oath is the final reach. Blood Oath is really good. <laughs> uh, target opponent, choose a card type. Target opponent reveals his or her hand. Blood Oath deals three damage to that player for each card of the chosen type revealed this way. You usually name instant against the controllers. Yep. 
and if it resolved, they died. So that's Group C. Uh, so far, 12 decks, all insane. All insane. So let's move on to Group D here, where... Uh, we have Madness. We got Delver. We have Cobblade. We have Necro. Oh, shit. And this is original Necro. I know, I know what's gonna win the... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So. Yeah, this is just Pump Night Necro. Yeah, it's Order of the Ebon Hand, uh, Contagion, Nivenral's Disc, uh, Four Him to Turak, Four Dark Ritual, Two Night of the Stronghold, Four Hippies. Yep. That was powerful. That was very powerful. Yeah, man, turn one, that shit's real. Yeah, that's scary. I'm just going to strip your hand, and then the next turn you play, like, double hib on them, and it's just like, yeah, you're a fuck. Uh, we have an ivory tower, we have a zero to where we have four necropotes, four drain light, and three demonic consultation. That's to get necropotes. Yes, every time. Uh, sideboard, two contagion, one nivenrolls disc, three gloom, two serrated arrows, a mistress factory, dystopia, and ice wake. John, you're being quiet. Yes, sir. <laughs> you're being quiet. I've got nothing said about me over here. He's been silent the Mike, whole time because I don't know any of these decks pretty yeah. much. That's I didn't. Either. I figured you take just, a history I, class. You know, I know Cobblade <laughs> Delver because that's when I started. Well, watch the videos; they're sweet. Yeah. Uh, so this deck basically like you want to turn one out either a Necropotes or a Hippie, and then yeah. you would use your Pump Knights. I mean, like Knight of the Stronghold was insane against any white deck. And any other deck. And any other deck. But really good against white decks. And, you know, same with the Order of the Ebon Hand. It's just, Order of the Ebon Hand was stupid because of the whole first strike, plus you could give a plus one. Yeah, no, they're the same card. They yeah, just have they different. Yeah. Um, so. yeah, it is right. Yeah, they're actually flipped. <laughs> yeah, no, they're, they're just different different card names with the same card. Yeah, very stupid, very good. Three factories and four strip mines in the main work as well. Yeah, strip mine times four. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> oh, the- oh, well, I guess I just strip mine his forest. Because uh, I don't give a fuck. I remember playing these decks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but like, uh, turns out this card, Necropotence, you just draw, I don't know, like, nine cards a turn, and then put your two extra lands into your removing pile to discard a card and it disappears. Well, a lot of times what you do is you'd end up going, like, turn one Necro, at the end of the turn, you'd be setting up a turn, the following turn, where you got, like, two Hypnotic Spectres down because you got two Dark Rituals. Multiple Dark Rituals, yeah. And you're like, just like, I got you, fucker. And then you also double him them on the same turn, and it's just like, I got you, man. Yeah, no, it's good. <laughs> oh, what, you did something? Oh, good, let me draw six more cards next turn. Right. Did that do it? Okay, <laughs> let me draw seven cards the turn after that. Why? But, and then you're thinking like, well, Will, you're talking about 20 plus life. And I'm like, I have an ivory tower and a Zurin orb and I'm gonna draw. Like, <laughs> I am not going to die. It's cool. I got it. And I'm gonna borrow some of your life a little by oh, three green life. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and here's a sweet thing. I skip my draw steps, so when I have zero cards left, I just kill you with pump ice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When there's no cards left in my library, I still can play this game. And when I say when there's no cards left, I mean like turn six. <laughs> yep, I've rolled through sixties. Crazy, crazy. Oh, Negro. Uh, Mike. Yeah. I want to hear you talk about this deck when I bring it up. Uh, Delver. So we have four oh. Paper Snag, four Delver of Secrets, three Gut Shot, four Taxi and Brew, four Snapcaster Mage, three Mana Leaf Ponder, four Thought Scour, three Restoration Angel, three Rune Chanter Spike. I don't know why he was using the Japanese list, but he does the Rune Chanter Spike version. Is it? I mean, I don't know. It, is it? Yeah, list. it is. It is. I like the Pike, but... Yeah. Uh, well, four, because, like, if Warland Hot, which will give you enough guys, kill people. Exactly. Uh, four Geist, one Mutagenic Growth. He does have the two Morland Haunt, um... Sideboard was two timely reinforcements, a dissipated gut shot, a mana leak, two phantasmal image, two mental misstep, one sort of word piece, one spectral flight, three celestial purge, and a mutagenic growth. Yeah, yeah this, spells. yeah. this is when I pretty much started playing standard magic, played against this deck quite a few times. That's all it was, uh, really. 
<laughs> like the only like the only thing I ever hated seeing was Geist. Everything else on deck, I'm like, hey, whatever, it's a blue deck. I don't know. But, when I was playing against it, the only thing I hated seeing was turn one Delver flip. Turn one Delver flip is very good, especially when you follow with a turn three guys. Yeah. yeah. The worst yeah. feeling was turn one Delver, turn two flip mana leak. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I revealed a mana yeah. leak. It's not going to have any value this game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's the second land drop to go with it. Oh, oh no. <laughs> so stupid. This deck was overly powerful in its era. Um, I mean, hell. Correction Mana really, really helped to push you over the top. A lot of what I just you... played Infect and I actually had a good matchup. Surprisingly, well, I mean, it's one of those decks. That, I mean, the name Delver, we still see it in Legacy. We still see it. It's just mm-hmm. such an efficient early creature. So yep. one of the better one drops. Yeah, that, that says power there. And then we have another deck that made people uh, Cobblade. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, my heyday. <laughs> I was still getting into Magic at this point, but uh, I did hear echoes about this deck. Ah, uh, this deck was fun. I I, I played it. Uh, three into the royalty, discover <laughs> three spell fears, one divine offering, four mana leak, one batter skull, three ordain a sword of feast and famine, four stone forge mystic because you know you have sword and batter skull. Hey, remember that legacy? <laughs> oh. Get it in standard. Four squadron hawk. Now this is the thing about squadron hawk. When he enters battlefield, you may search your library for up to three cards named. Yeah, I know. You told me that the first four times you did it this game. <laughs> so. You could get free shuffles. You could get off of this card, you know. You just plus Jace. Yeah. And plus, you know, Stoneforge Mystic. Because you always have something to attach shit to. Because once you play your first Squadron Hawk, you have three in hand. (laughs) A sort of war and peace. (laughs) Until you Jace Brainstorm. And then you have none in hand. Or one in hand. And then you have three in hand. Yeah, it's so Uh, Four Jace the Mind Sculptor. And then two Jace Beller. Those were there to kill Jace the Mind Sculptor. Yeah, <laughs> can, can we address the cards that were already there pre-boarding for the mirror? Yeah. Like Jace Bellerin and Baby the Divine Jace. Offering. Yeah, yeah. No, I want to kill your swords. I want to kill your Jaces. Another list, basically, you know, another list that was running around was on top of the Jaces, there was, and this was still a Cobblade, uh, you was running Gideon as well. Yeah. And, Cause that's fair. <laughs> you have to attack my Gideon. My Jace never dies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like the worst feeling when you turn four um, Day of Judgment into a turn five Jason to a turn six Gideon. It's just like, kill me now, please. Yeah, like, yeah that's pretty bad. Um, he is running two Ink Moth Nexus in his lands to uh, to poison people with swords. Yes. <laughs> just don't don't dress it up. We know what's going to happen. It's a two-turn kill with Batter Skull. That's yeah. really what it's there for. <laughs> pretty much. Um, sideboard, he has a Sun Titan. Two Dismember, a Day of Judgment, a two Divine Offering, two Condemn, a Batter Skull, an Oust, two Flasheries, a Consecrated Sphinx, because that's... Look, that card didn't make the main deck. Yeah. Four Six Flyer, that anytime your opponent draws a card, you get to draw two. I draw two. I plus <laughs> one Baby Jace, I draw 90 cards. <laughs> <laughs> Just so not fair. Um, what'd you say, Mike? Pretty much, like, I feel like if they weren't already pre-boarded for the mirror, that might have been in the main. Yeah, it might have been. I mean, I yeah, was getting it, so picked it a was in my sideboard. He picked a deck that was pretty late in the ocean. You eat it. Um, and then we have Madness. Blue-green Madness is such a thing. Yeah, uh, get ready to hear me say the words worm. Worm! Look, that card costs seven. It's terrible. Eh, you just put it in your graveyard and pay for it. Is this a catalyst? Tell me it's catalyst. I do not see catalyst. Oh, the catalyst stone version faster. We had four arrogant worm. We had four merfolk looter. That's how you get that roar of the worm into the graveyard. Four careful study. Also, yep, four counterspell, four circular logic, four yep. basking walla, 
Ooh, two Mystic and Forger. Ooh, yeah, that card's supposed to be. Ooh. Okay, so he went, he went the Splash Wiper rather than the... Yeah. Uh, I don't suppose he has the uh, Searcher Library. Uh, I forget where You put cards with Flashback in your graveyard. And uh, DVD. I don't think yeah, that. I don't think that. So we have four yeah. Wild Mongrel, and we... That was the faster version. Four Deep Analysis. Yeah, this is like the grind you out. Yeah, he has the City of Brass and a bunch of other... Because things. that's how bad mana fixing is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he has... It was painless. Yab- Yabamea Coast and City of Brass. Ten painless. Ten painless. <laughs> like, uh, his sideboard was four Gainsay. I wish he would have picked a different version of that. So yeah. Okay, uh, two Sabo's Web... To worship because worship's not fair. Worship's very unfair. <laughs> I think that's why you picked this thing. Like you're playing worship. mono black or mono red. <laughs> <laughs> I am playing worship. Uh, two planes, two disrupt, and three disenchant. Yeah. Force spike with the rubbins, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Force spike, please give me a card. I serve. Force spike, I will draw. Yeah. Thank you. So those are our groups. Uh, Sixteen decks that I played with most of them. There was a few in there that, you know, I missed. Like, I wasn't around during the Fires era. It's kind of one of the times I walked away from the game. Uh, he picked a good, good 16. Pretty good. I think I played with probably two, maybe three. Ah, we'll get you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, th- these videos are all up. It's, it's, it finished, so. Oh yeah, I probably, I plan on watching this during the Ox weekend. Boarding house, guys. Check it out. Okay, so, we're gonna skip a lot of the stuff, and we are just going to get to where they finished in their pools. Everybody down with that? Yeah, let's hear yeah. how the groups ended up. Okay, so, uh, do, group A. Group A. That would be week nine? I want to say. Okay, Academy and Rebels had it locked up at this point. Yeah, pretty crazy to think. Uh, I really blame the Rebels being very favored against the Psychotog deck as balancing out their actual brawl power. Yeah, Academy and Rebels were both 2-0 at this point, and they played in a, uh, a finishing game, and Affinity and Psychotog were 0-2 with no shot to get into the uh, finals. Fucking sick. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So Academy and Rebels are into the big one. Okay, week 10 of this. We have, and this one was kind of interesting. We had Jar, obviously. <laughs> yeah, locked up. Counterpost, no shot in hell. It's an 0-2. But we have Fairies and Dragonstorm playing against each other. And, uh... So that's a pretty good match. Yeah, um, spoiler, Fairies wins. <laughs> fairies always wins. Fairies always wins. Well, it's a combo deck versus a deck that has all the, the fucking A lot of them. A lot of So, and then we get into, uh, Group C, uh, Mythic, John Fires, Sly. Mythic is just undefeated. Yeah, that makes sense. That's a really good group for it. Um, Jund and Fires are both 1-1. Sly is out of it. Hint, Fires beats Jund. That's because Blasted Urim cannot be Maelstrom Pulse. Yep. That's the only reason why, but it's a good reason. Um, and then this one, we break down our last one, where Delver is sitting pretty at 2-0, and it's moving on. Cobblade is 1-1, while Necro is 1-1, and Madness is 0-2. Um, Necro beat Necro gets it. No shit. I, I think that I would like to see the Madness go. Yeah, that's okay. That's fine. I mean, things can be changed. So, you know, the quarterfinals we get to, and this is really where, you know, just all the goods, all the goods happen. Yeah, quarterfinals are nuts. Absolutely correct. And the first week of the quarterfinals paired a couple decks against each other you may have heard of, because we just talked about them. We have Necro versus Academy. Wow, that's so good for the rest of the top eight that they paired against each other. Yeah, really, because those were two decks that, you know... like the way the Those are the two win-on-turn one decks. Those really are. Yeah, uh, well, two of the three. The way the, the gauntlet broke down on one side of the bracket, it was Academy versus Necro, Mythic versus Fairies. On the other side, we have Delver versus Fires, Rebels versus Necrojar. 
<laughs> Just saying. Oh, yeah, Jar. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. So, uh, Necro does defeat Academy. Uh, do you remember how many games this was, Will? Yeah, it did go to three games. Um, I'm pretty sure that there was a whiff uh, by the Academy deck in a combo going on uh, in one of them. Okay. Uh, yeah, tough break, but Necro pulled it out in game three. Okay, so Necro gets to Vaughn. Um, John, you said you watched these, right? Uh, yeah, I remember going back and watching these for quite a bit. Cool. Um, if you ever want to add something, just jump in. Yeah, well, I can talk about Mythic versus Fairies. I remember, um, Mythic took over in part because Mary, uh, sorry, Fairies was kind of mana screwed for quite a bit. Yeah, that was so. definitely unfortunate on the draws. Yeah, but I, I, I think Mythic, I feel like it's a little bit favorite anyways, just because it has, it has so many threats. Like, yeah. I mean, so many threats. Oh. And manly to their own, too, for sure. Yeah, like, oh, you want to deal with this Elspeth? Let's try Jace. Oh, you dealt with Jace? Let's try Sovereigns. Yeah. Oh, Sovereigns stuck? Okay, you're dead. Uh, the fact that Mythic won this was very fortunate for the Necro deck, because if they don't get their turn one insane play, like, fairies can deal with it. Yeah, Necro versus fairies is a pretty interesting match. Yeah, so, like, I mean, once it was Mythic, it was like, gotcha, bitch. <laughs> You're gonna take three turns. You'll be dead by then. Um, so, yeah, so very fortunate there. So we're gonna move to the next set of the quarterfinals, which, it's the other side, man. It's Delver versus Fires. That's a pretty crazy matchup. Yeah, um, uh, Delver took this down in two? Yeah, Fire's draws were really suboptimal. No mana accelerants and, uh, just trying... was worth living. Yeah, and it was like trying to play Sapperling Bursts on defensive mode, yeah. which is not what they're supposed to do. Right. Yeah. So, it's just pretty not... bad against, like, Vapor Snags and stuff like that, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, Delver is, uh, really designed to beat up decks like this, for sure. Like, so, it's faster than the green deck that's supposed to be fast. It is. Um, Jar plays against Rebels, um, and... Uh, Rebels cannot interact Jar in any no. way. No. <laughs> with the exception of Wax Wayne. So, like, there is the play where every time he jars, theoretically, the Rebels player can draw a Wax Wayne to counter the Megrim. Yeah. Um, another, you know, good deck that didn't make it, and very lucky for Jar on this one, was because Psychotog. Yeah. Because Psychotog can make all of those Jar counteractions useless. Although it doesn't. Yeah. Never mind, I'm dumb. I-, I was thinking out of my ass here, because you don't discard cards at the end of the turn, you don't the game. Ugh. Yep. Uh, so, uh, Jar wins. Um, we'll set him yeah, off. Pretty, pretty lopsided, just like a, like a, like a grown man stepping on kids. <laughs> That's sad. Yeah. Very good analogy or bad analogy? I don't know. Bad. I will accept it. Um, so we have Necro versus Mythic. Um, Necro has Gloom in the sideboard. <laughs> gloom is pretty real. Uh, like, yeah. And he didn't really need it, but... He also has Necro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, you know, all these prot white things when, you know, you're putting down Sovereigns and Knights of the Reliquary as your, you know, kill spells, and it's like, yeah, that doesn't work. Well, also, you know, like, Manalik's not very good. by the way, on turn two. <laughs> yeah, and Manalik's not very good when, on the play, you go, turn one, Dark Ritual Hippie. Like, <laughs> yeah. You have no hand on her, too, by so. Necro, uh, wins this pretty unfairly. Uh, so then we have Jar versus Delver, and this actually went to three games. Yeah, the game one was pretty hilarious. Um, and it went to three games kind of because of a misplay, but he was going for the kill. I mean, I don't necessarily know if it's a... If it's a misplay as much as it is deck construction, uh, and I, I don't know how much I want to see these guys, like, absolutely try and outplay as much as I want to see, like, analysis of, you know, like, I'd rather see 100 game sets. Yeah. Obviously, that's not going to happen, but, um, so yeah, like, the player on the Delver deck plays super aggressively with his mutagenic growth, and then also in the process of getting jarred out, 
draws enough gut shots for him. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful I mean, plays. Between him playing aggressively, the Also got a turn one Delver, flip Delver. Yeah, the Necro deck deciding to just, you know, max out on his Necros. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just hitting the gut shots. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly what it was, but I mean, like... <laughs> right? I don't know. I mean... Like, it, that, the, the Jar player had to do that many Jar activations to find enough Megrims to kill him. So, it, it just had to happen that way, and the odds prevailed in, you know, long shot in this case. But eventually, Jar does uh, with this, so... Yeah, it's fucking Jar. So, we have two Necro decks in the finals. Yeah, Jar versus Necro. Wow. Um, One of those is a combo deck. <laughs> one of those is a combo deck, and the other one has dirtily creatures. <laughs> um... So I, I shouldn't have to tell you, uh, but it went like this. Jar wins game two, Jar wins game two, Jar wins game one, or turn one. All those, yeah. So turn, what you're turn, telling turn, me turn. is that the deck that was so broken that they banned it after three weeks is the best standard deck ever? Yeah. Wow. That, I mean, like, it's a, it's a good finalization to prove that it was a good banning decision, and it's a really, really great series of videos to watch. I highly anticipate next season. Yeah, I mean, the last game where he went off on turn one, it was like, Lotus Petals, Necropotence, Yawgamoth's Will, I'm going fucking crazy. Wow. And, you know, he just wow. memory jarred and just everything. It was nuts. Um, he got all his memory jar on turn one. And that's he it. Hit the that's pot- he hit the Necropotence with Yawgamoth's Will and the Lotus Petal, and he's just like, I got you. Eventually he hit the, he found the Meager Moth of the jars, and it was ugly. Yeah. Hey, guess what? You drew, like, you have seven cards in your hand and you have three different hands and, uh, you're gonna take two each time you discard. Yeah, the only play that the Necro player played was a turn one hippie on one of the games. That's awesome. That was it. Saturday yep. played land. Yeah, that's what the, that's what the, the jar deck was and that's what the Playing Academy deck was in Lobby System. So, insane. Um, I love this. I am really looking forward to next season as well. Yeah. Uh, I, I wanna see if jar is still considered the best deck. I mean, yeah. it's, it's coming in the reigning champion for sure. Yeah, I like how they use the season to kind of just go right for, like, the best of the best. I'm hoping for the next season, they have a little more even distribution on the color pie. I, like, I, this one was, I think, at least half of them were blue decks. Maybe even more than half, by well, far. Well, that's magic, bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, I'm not saying it's a, it's a terribly bad thing, but, like, it would have been nice to kind of balance out some of the blue decks with, like, I don't know, like, something like Valakit Ramp, or uh, maybe, like, some white-green decks. Like, I don't know if there is... I guess there were some little kid decks back in the day that were pretty good. I, I'd have to imagine. I mean, uh, like, Ten Land Stompy was also a really sweet deck, but I, I don't know. I, I don't think that was a standard deck, so. Yeah. There yeah. are definitely decks that, that exist, like Mono White, uh, like, during uh, Onslaught Onslaught block was, like, one of the more powerful decks. I mean, there are plenty of decks that they go to. This is pretty much a never-ending thing that could just happen in three months for all eternity. Yeah, I mean, yeah like, we're, like, Nia Lightsaber or Kipkin. Yeah, for or... sure, for sure. But, like, you I mean, I don't, like... I don't know that any of those decks are on the same power level as these decks. What about, like, Brawler Ponda? Oh man, that'd be pretty cool. Again, yeah. I, I don't know that these decks are on the same power level. I think that to start this off, you are, you do want to find out what the best standard deck ever was. And I think they went a long way towards doing that with one tournament. Well, land destruction, like, there was no real land destruction deck in there. And I, like, Ponza was a good land destruction. Yeah, but I, it's, that's true, but it's just, it's too slow for this format. It, it, yeah, it might be. Like, uh, you know, in a dark ritual format, it's just, yeah, it's not it. Uh, five color control, it owned its format for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, it wasn't as good as fairies. Swans, was okay. Um, yeah, there's there's decks out there, an infinite list for sure. But I thought they did a good job of you know, really picking the tier one decks. Oh yeah, agreed, definitely. Like, multiple seasons, you know, you get more th- more things going on into it. Uh, by all means, there there will be a lot more decks, and the relegation rounds are going to be fun. Like I I just think that every round of this is totally watchable. Yeah, um, and you can find this over on uh, Mox Breeding Boarding House dot com. They have I all the Mox videos. 
Yeah, really. They, they have all those over there. And don't forget, we're thinking for next season that it's going to be standard. It could be legacy. It could be vintage. It could be, you know, uh, modern. Block. It could be yeah. block. It could be so many different things they could do with this to where every season it's just entertaining as hell. So the best standard deck of all time is strong. It's true. Shocking. We always knew that. We did. <laughs> well, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back in a moment. Pitham's Podcast is brought to you this week, last week, next week, every goddamn week, by the Brainstorm Brewery. Marcel, Jason Alt, Ryan, Corbin, they're holding stuff down with their own podcast over there, which you should absolutely check out. And don't forget to check out the brainstormbrewery.com where they got plenty of good writers you can go check out for your financial needs. Oh, and you can find this show there. Yeah, this one. The one you're listening to, like if you didn't find it on MTG Cast, like it's over there. So you can listen to it over there if you want. Or at least, you know, go by their page and, you know, check things out and, you know, like click on the link to us or something. I don't know. Anyway, brainstormbrewery.com. Go check it out. Well, Johnny Celso, um, I obviously got to start this place with you. Uh, what have you been up to? Well, I mean, uh, other than getting kicked off podcasts, I guess. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it happens. Uh, you, you always have a home here, buddy. I know. Yeah. Well, it's great to be with the posse. Fine group of gentlemen and ladies, for sure. Um, I guess other than that, let's see. We've been enjoying not having snow, getting, getting rid of some of that shit, you know, trying to get ready for the spring, um, trying to set some goals for myself for the house for the uh, spring, summer, fall seasons. I uh, kind of want to work on the garage, organize that a little bit. Um, maybe look at do a little patio action, maybe build like a little patio just to have, um, nice. what should we call it? Get like Just have the grill, fire pit, a couple of Adirondack chairs, and like, that's it. Not, nothing fancy. Just no, like, that's real nice. Basics. That's real nice. Yeah, that's all you need is a grill spot, a fire pit with maybe some seat stones, like a seat wall mm-hmm. around it. Yeah. 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 That, that'll like, work perfectly. Yeah, it sounds like it's something I could probably just pick up a book, look for some tips, and then go get my materials and <laughs> just kind of listen, there's a very good chance I'll be walking through Connecticut and I will definitely do labor for a like, <laughs> small nominal fee. <laughs> yeah, actually, we're, we're, yeah, we're, I don't think we're terribly far off the trail. I can't we are, imagine. Like, yeah. We're kind of nor- near the, near like the northwest part, Litchfield County area. Which Sweet. I think Connecticut's yeah, not that huge. Yeah, <laughs> not yeah. At all. If you need you know, any advice on any of that stuff, I I know how to build all that shit. True, Sweet it's kind deal. of what I do for a living. <laughs> yeah, so I'm looking to do that, and then in the front of the house we had this like uh, this section where there was maybe a couple of like older shrubs that were there that just kind of feel out of place. So we're gonna try to dig that up and just lay some grass seed down and just you know turn down the grass because I don't think we really need a whole ton of stuff out in the front of the house. Uh, let me ask you real quick: they're not used, are they? Uh, no. Okay, because if they were used, you just leave them there. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Used, you just leave. That's what they make bows out of, for good reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Those things do not come out of the ground easy. I've had them (laughs) stop dump trucks when I had them hooked up to a chain, dude. I've almost gone through windshields pulling those things out. (laughs) Yeah, now we were able to go down a little bit and we started finding bulbs and it was pretty easy to go from there, so so we were able to go with that. So I'm kind of looking forward to some some better weather and, uh, actually, you know what? The one piece of news that made my day today uh st john's brought in local like a local legend from the 80s is now the head coach chris mullen oh, wow really yeah. chris Holy mullen shit. yeah the only yeah. problem is chris mullen's not coming there to play yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's 
do. And, and like, I mean, I'll be like, I know he does have the coaching experience and all that, but I mean, just, you know, he's going to be completely dedicated to the program for all the years he put in. You know, like, it, it's cool that, you know, the boy from Brooklyn that played locally as well in high school, I think he played for his Avarian, which is in the city, I want to say. If it wasn't in the city, he was definitely in the boroughs. And then played at St. John's. Even hell, when he got drafted, when he went like six pick, I think, to the Warriors, they even asked him, like, you know, how did it feel? And he's like, well, would have been nice to be playing in New York. Like, you know, he has that tie to New York. So it's just amazing. Yeah, I- I'm he, stoked. But he never left Golden State and got there. But then again, he had Tim Hardaway addition of all. <laughs> yeah, and, and a good year against the Pacers. Like, I w- actually, you know what? I would say him coming to New York allowed me to forgive him for beating the Knicks those two seasons in the late 90s <laughs> <laughs> when, when it was Reggie versus the Knicks. <laughs> oh, that was brutal. But, like, that, w- that was the- that was even bigger than, than Tennessee getting a new coach that wasn't from a small school for once. Yeah. Um, that was a decent hire, but not as, not as big of a hire as Mullen. Yeah, that, that's the freaking college hero of that school. You know, like, they got their guy back, so he... He, I think he'll do okay. He has a head for the game. Oh, yeah. And, and, you know, I think while I'm sure, like, players out in, you know, Texas and Arizona might not really have much of an idea who he is, there's still plenty of amazing recruits in New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Connecticut, Mass, that will all still kind of know who he is. And he can easily recruit in those areas. Yeah, I think, so. I think he has a decent it's just in New York City alone. I mean, there's a pretty solid recruiting base. And, eh. But it oh, is yeah. St. John's, and, you know, they don't really have a history. But like you said, you know, if there's players in Arizona or Texas don't know about them, like, how can you be a basketball player that's good and not know about a Hall of Famer? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, you know, I'm, I'm actually looking forward. I'm hoping to see if I can snag a bunch of tickets for Madison Square Garden, you know, like some weekend games, go down there, go watch the Johnnies. Like, I mean, like, growing up, there really wasn't many schools that were good for sports. You know, it's not like, um, it's not like living in Texas. Tennessee, where pretty much you have UT, you know, and everybody knows what UT is. Like, up in New England, it's kind of like, you know, yeah, we've got some colleges, but when it comes to sports, people are, like, looking for all the big names, because, you know, when you have these big market teams like the yeah. Yankees and stuff you like that. professional sports, who gives a fuck about college. Right? Exactly. So, you know, people, you know, people would rather watch, like, Notre Dames and Dukes and Boston Colleges than, like, you know, the St. John's and the Hofstra's and the Rutgers and all that stuff. Yeah, because you got the sacks and you got the fucking <laughs> Yankees up there. Oh it, shit! Exactly. So that that's kind of been what's up for the most part. That's cool. Will, um, last week you had a, a very great story. You got any this week? No, man. I've been drinking inside my house this week. That's not bad. Just, uh, <laughs> you know, playing some pong. I I've been playing a lot of uh, NHL hockey, PlayStation Three, which is very difficult. Which one? Uh, NHL 13. Okay. Yeah, it's very hard. Yeah, the online on that's fun. Uh, you mm-hmm. get to pick which position you want to play. Hint, goalie is really hard. Yeah, I don't, I don't even play that mode. I, I'm doing like the do be a GM mode. So you're playing a, uh, professional team and also the AHL team and like, you know, maintaining rosters and all that stuff. Oh, okay, sweet. Seasons, draft picks. It's pretty fun. Sweet. Scoring goals is super hard. Yeah, Damn. it is. It's a fact. fact. Yeah, that's that's my whole life right now, though. I'm just uh, living for the game. That's all right. Oh. <laughs> Get yourself in shape. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> weather's, been, weather's been real bad, so I haven't been able to ride the bike. Um, so I've just been like, you know, I, I played racquetball with it. I'm just waiting for the left turn. I hear y'all, Dad. I'll be for that, too. Uh, Mike, what you been up to, brother? Uh, pretty much the same old this last week. Just work, playing some magic uh, whenever I can. My off days. Uh, plan on going to an IQ this weekend. Uh, it's about 45 minutes away, so, you know, something to do for the weekend. Something not sitting at home. So, pretty Sweet. much, uh, boring. Yes, I was... Yeah, boring. What? It's not entertaining. That's alright. 
you, you'll come <laughs> at me one of these weeks with a great story, I'm sure. Oh, I, I can't wait for that week. <laughs> you'll have a couple days off in a row, and we'll be out of the house. Oh, God. <laughs> he'll, come, he'll just come into my house and kidnap me. Sounds yeah, great, man. Let me know. <laughs> it sounds like I'll get my beaten mic over the head stick ready. Ooh, it's fun. Yeah, it's I might have to show up for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, myself, uh, I went hey, back to work this week. Wow. So, you know, that's good fun. Like, that's I, a couple weeks late. It, it was, but it's been cold. It's been uh, cold. Yeah. You know, like just Friday we got snow. Yeah, I was thinking he wasn't going to call me in because of that. And I'm like, fuck me. But, you know, I, I went back to work full time. So that's cool. I mean, I'm kind of doing that thing. And I found out real quickly how much sitting on my ass playing a lot of video games all winter got me out of shape. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it does that? <laughs> oh, Grace is so bad. Like, he's got me spread fertilizer, you know, pushing. Yeah, uh, fertilizer is easy. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> my bad. legs are so fucking oh, bad. Oh, man. Um, uh, Friday night. Uh, you guys might not believe this. Uh, last minute, you know, like, I don't know, it was like a little bit before seven. I was like, I'm going to go play standard. How'd <laughs> you get a deck? I have a deck. Oh, wow. Um, so, like, I grabbed my Mardu deck and I headed out, played a little standard. Um. Went 2-2. Two, two. I wasn't disappointed with it, considering how little I actually, you know, play live standard. Uh, the thing that I found cool was, you know, and, and this is a direct result of the show, was, like, I was naming morphs that were on the board. Yep. You know, like, it's like, I understand this format, even though I don't play it. That's awesome! <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I did okay. I started out 2-0, and then, you know, once I got up against the players, you play a lot of standard and play it well. Um, I began to fall off, and I had a, a couple bad matchups, too, so that doesn't help them. Oh, well. Did you make any new additions uh, to your Mardu deck from uh, Dragons? Um, I don't think I did. I think I just grabbed the damn thing and was like, I'm on my way. <laughs> so right. If you go to, to Titan uh, Game Shop, great shop, you should check it out. It is absolutely a great shop. You should check it yes, out. Yes, it but is. Unfortunately, because it was last minute I made the yeah. decision. He, he was not there because I was there. It, it's it's a half an hour drive. So. It is a little ways. So, like, it, that, that was impossible for me to do. So I went to, you know, the old standard where I used to play years ago, which is literally two minutes away. Yep. So, and, you know, like, I had been here that they haven't pulled good numbers in. We got four rounds in. Wow. I think it was 14 wow. players there. So, like, I was pretty happy with that. Actually. That's nice. Cards. Um, aside from that, uh, I really haven't been up too much that I want to talk about on the show. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, uh, personal life issues, things like that. Uh, but yeah, that's cool. Um, I do have one little announcement I gotta make. Um, I am gonna be ending the GoFundMe. Um, if you guys still wanna donate, well, just get a hold of me and I will, uh, you know, give you my PayPal information and I'll put that money in the safe with the other runnies and, you know, you'll help towards the, uh, towards the studio. But realistically, like, Look, I, I'm not going to call bullshit on anything, but, like, I see a lot of players or a lot of other podcasters who, quite frankly, in a matter of, you know, two weeks get $1,000 to go to a GP. And, you know, I'm trying to do something that is going to improve your day, whether you realize it or not, you know, just having better sound quality and everything. And I haven't, I hadn't received a donation in a month. And I figured, you know what? Um, and we had barely cracked $500 mark. And I just said, you know, thanks for those who gave towards that five hundred dollars. Oh, yeah, absolutely. big thanks to all your, those who gave. Your money is still going to go exactly what you asked for. What? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's going to be uh, ending here very, very shortly. Uh, that's not an April Fool's joke. I'm serious. It's going to be ending. <laughs> shout outs. Uh, I'll start with the big, fir- the big first one. John Celso, shout out to you for entering my show and you know bringing endless goodies over the upcoming weeks. 
Yeah, I, I'm psyched. So, I mean, I have to give the first shout out to you guys for, like I said, seriously, show me all the love. Like, it's been amazing. It's, it's kind of, you know, awesome, especially given the fact that, you know, you're, you guys were like the first brother podcast that I encountered when I started up with Tap Attack. So, you know, it's, it, it seems like almost fitting to, to come over to this family and, and be a full 100% member of the posse. Yeah. yeah, we wanted you in the draft, but, uh, you know, goddamn yeah. Tap Attack, they had first picks. So, uh, glad we could, uh, sign you. They did not want to give up that pick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that kind of leads into my second one. I mean, it, it, as much as it, you know, it sucks, uh, the, given the circumstances, I do want to give a shout out to my buddy Houston. I mean, that guy, he, he, he puts in his effort, like, yeah, week in, week out. He, he's, he, you know, he's been in thick and thin. And I think, like, the circumstances kept changing over time that it seemed like it, at, at various points, it was easy to just give up and throw in a towel. And he just stuck with it, you know, and, and we got to the point where, where, you know, they you know, got some sponsorship, which I know was on his mind for, for, months even you know year plus looking to get that sponsorship deal so um you know like i said I, you know as i'm sure you probably see on taptac.com like i i didn't want to break you know be a wedge between him and what his like goals and dreams are and stuff like that so yeah if it was just best for both of us to, to part ways so we can get that sponsorship i'm sure whoever's gonna fill in that seat as big of a seat as it is because i'm you know i'm a big guy not, <laughs> not my ego my ass <laughs> 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 I'm sure it'll do just as awesome of a job, a job if not more. So, uh, so yeah, fuck that okay. guy. So, you know what? Yeah, it'd be nice to, to hop on once in a while, maybe get an invite or something like that. But, but you know, I'm posse now. Posse now, bitches. Yeah, Dave, man, let the past be the past. Don't, don't linger on. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so, uh, only bring up more future hurts. Well, with, with that, I could carry on uh, a sweet little ditty that I had over there, the little food of the week. Um, so the food of the week this week, man, this is, this is pretty tough because I had some pretty good foods over the past week. So. Yeah, I, I think, you know, I'm going to give a shout out to Dunker for trying something different. It is pretty solid. I think I'd still recommend it because it's worth a try. They have this like sweet pepper bacon that's going on. Yeah. So like a little bit of that like nice hard peppery taste, but like a little bit of the sweet to counterbalance that, you know, get a little bacon, egg and cheese on a little croissant action. Oh man, pretty solid. Pretty solid. Shout out to them for that. I'm, I guarantee it's going to get better as we go. I, I'm, I'm excited to go try out some, you know, new places now that it's warming up outside, you know, so I'm, I'm excited to share some, some sweet, sweet food from there. Um, and, uh, let's see. Oh, well, shout out to, shout out to the Johnnies. Make it a huge hire. I'm excited for that. And, uh, yeah, I, as much as uh, I'm actually, I'm gonna give a shout out, final shout out to NHL playoffs because there's a few teams I'm excited to watch. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm a Bruins fan, but actually before I I started watching the Bruins, you guys are you guys are gonna call bullshit? And I swear to God, I, I even have the proof. I programmed from the first couple of years this team was in existence. Tampa Bay Lightning. And because the first game I went to, because there's a lightning was, bolt, it looks cool. <laughs> yeah, my first games were down there because we had a family condo in the Tampa area, and I hated the Rangers, so it just seemed fitting. Oh man, lightning seems cool. Why not? Let's do it. And my dad thought that they were fine because uh, he used to watch Espo back in the day, Phil Esposito, and uh, Espo was, I think, GMing Tampa at the time. Nice. So, so it's awesome for them to make a huge, huge run. And even I'm kind of excited to watch the Islanders a little bit too because that's my dad's team. Yeah, actually, I'm thinking it's going to be Islanders Pittsburgh first round. It seems like oh, they're sitting in the four I mean, five. We're playing really bad hockey right now. So. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> we only have half the team. <laughs> I mean, they're two offensive first teams, so it could just be like five four games throughout the play that so round. Sweet. So sweet, yeah. So I'm excited for that too. Um, well, you got any shout outs? Shout outs to drinking and the Facebook page. Sweet, Mike. Yeah. You got any shout outs? 
Uh, shout out to John Kelso. Uh, Celso. That guy's wow. cool. Yeah, John Kelso. John Celso. He's a dick. Uh, Fuck no. that John Celso. Super Celso. Dick. <laughs> does he even have a sack? Like, does he? <laughs> oh man, it's been. Uh, it's gone. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, shout out to. Hmm, let's see what random shout out I can give this week. Let's go. Shout out to birds. birds. See all those birds out there fly around and make noise. Yeah, yeah. They've gone for a while. They just started showing back up. So yeah, I'm down. Yeah, they did. Um, I, I do have a, a, a real shout out that I do want to give. You know, aside from the one that I reached out so earlier, um, I, I want to give a shout out to TSG. Um, for those of you who don't know, he's going through some really fucked up shit. Uh, the company that used to uh, employ him. That, you know, he was accused of stealing from and what have you. And, you know, that, that's a big long story that, you know, neither here nor there, there's not enough evidence to say one way or the other. Um, but they decided to do a strong arm face to face games who sponsors the, uh, heavy meta podcast and mana deprived who, you know, hosts the heavy meta podcast. They, they strong armed him and said, we'll not be allowed to set up at any GPs we host as long as that guy is on that podcast. And, you know, that's kind of a third party, like, Look, the dude's not Hitler, <laughs> you know? <laughs> that is a fair, fair statement. And people do deserve a second chance, and, like, I don't know, like, I, I would never want a sponsor telling me who I can and cannot have on my show. So, like, I feel for all the other guys over at Heavy Meta and, you know, anybody at Man of the Pride, because, you know, they're being strong on by somebody who's not directly even giving them money. And I think it's kind of fucked. I, I think the dude is kind of being blackballed again for this game, and... Yeah, it's just it just seems like a bad situation. I don't see there's a lot of hate going on. Here. Let me just put out. Um, so yeah, you know, stay strong, dude. Um, yeah, if anything, let this be a reflection of the company that was doing the strong arming than a reflection on TSG. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, I'm not going to say on this show because I'd love it if they'd sponsor us. <laughs> oh yeah, they have big baller dollars. But I've already seen a lot of people say they're done listening to LR because of it. So. That should give you a hint, 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 wink. <laughs> but yeah, those are my shout outs. If you wanted to get a hold of me, you can get a hold of me at, uh, Gonksuo on Twitter and on MTGO. That's G-A-N-K-S-U-O-U. Wow. No comment from Will. I know. No, oh baby, oh baby, no nothing. God damn. My voice is not as sultry anymore. <laughs> okay. You can also, uh, hit me up on pitintpodcast at gmail.com. If you have anything a little long form you want to, uh, throw my way, you can also find me once in a blue moon on the, uh, Imps Prison, which I, I still got a record of the next one, so who knows? <laughs> someone might show up, someone <laughs> might not. I, I have. Um, and yeah, I think that's most places you get me. Uh, Will, how would people find you? Yeah, they should find me on Facebook. They should find me with Austin. Awesome. Fun. <laughs> um, yeah, check out, uh, the Pitimps podcast, <laughs> Michael, how would people get a hold of you? Uh, they can get a hold of me on Twitter at Huntmaster underscore Mike. Uh, they can find me on the Pitimps, uh, Posse Facebook page and on MTGO. And my handle there is MTGX Mike. Um, probably be on there seeing some, uh, Dragon's Turk here this weekend. So. Dude, I honestly don't think I'm going to be on Magic Online until fucking Tempest Remastered come out. <laughs> really? Just save money for that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I like to do drafts, so I'll probably just do some drafts here and there, but... Yeah, but I want to do yeah. a lot of Tempest drafts. No lie. Yeah, you do. <laughs> uh, Celso! Yes, sir! Uh, folks find you if they so desire. Alrighty, well, I'm on the Twitters at Balduvian Bears. Same thing for Facebook slash Balduvian Bears. And you can now find me more active on the Pitips Facebook group. If you're not there, why are you not there? Because why? you're clearly doing it wrong. 
so over there as well. And, uh, oh, and once a month I do a little modern review series over on mpgbrodeals.com, and that should be coming out pretty soon for the March and Review. And, uh, if you want any artifacts of things that I may have been involved with, I guess you can look at that happensack.com page, but no more. Um, so, free agency! Yeah, bucket of balls. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, next week there's no GP, so we are going to cover, uh, SCG Syracuse. It's the second week of the new standard. I'm hoping that we see a little bit more diversity. Dragons! Yeah, yeah more dragons. Kick-ass legacy More, more dragon front of Tarkir. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, because it means I have to talk about green-white devotion. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, and Salsa, this is the hardest part. Everybody needs a sign-off. So until next week... Who's going first? There you go. It's cock or nothing. Oh, point is like, okay. <laughs> it's cock or nothing. Cock or nothing. Sacks for everybody. <laughs> there we go. A little sign-off this week is giggling uncontrollably. Have a good one and go fuck yourself. <laughs> Mm-hmm.